Hey, folks. Sorry about last week. Sorry. We missed you last week because we both had duty. We both got I, got, di- I got double. I got fucking. We both got diarrhea. Poisoning. I got Chinese finger cuffed. I got I got the doo doo poisoning. We got diarrhea poisoning and then, like Frank, and it's and always then, sunny. Uh, like Thursday or Friday, I could, I could hear the congestion and the cold coming on. So mm. it's been a oh. I've been doing that this whole time. Oh. <laughs> My butthole looks like that dude from that zombie movie we were watching. <laughs> that was that's next week. Yeah. Um, anyways, we had McDonald's. Ben McDonald's. Um, we, uh, it we, was warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best I could say about it. Don't you love that? It's like... It was so warm and it only cost 99 cents to get here because someone brought us McDonald's. America. <laughs> uh, that's all. Someone says, how was it? It was warm. But, yeah, I mean, we played catch-up from being out last week. We uh, watched Varsity Blues. <laughs> we talked about all that. Yeah, Allie Larder in the... in the Her yeast infection, with green bikini. Yeah, and fucking... Old Ron Lester dead at 45 of kidney and liver failure. And that leads to a whole nother thing <laughs> that we talk about, not today, but Talk soon. about Producer Burke for a while. He's going to be in studio he before will be, you know it. He will be here, I think he said April. Yep. So, so we have some time. And then, uh, so Brian, fact checker, he has to, he, he'll have a few more months to <laughs> be the official fact checker before we just absolutely hire someone to come in and be our food order fact checker. Uh, find the boobies of a particular celebrity we may or may not want to see. He'll have a very his job will be well well well, well defined. These McDonald's belches that I'm keeping internal they s- smell the way crystal tastes. <laughs> it's not fun. Like McDonald's going down crystal. You wanted up. you were almost about to get crystal, so I don't know what you're bitching about. We should have just driven to Marlowe's and potted from a booth. Yeah, that'd be fun. I would do that. There's one very close. Anyways, enjoy this one. It's got a lot. And we'll... um, Sorry about last week. Sorry about last week. We're going to make it up and, yeah. Yep. Holla. Saying something about positive about Stalin? It was getting weird. What? You say you don't like reparations at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I know that you know, we used to make, uh, it never really blew up as a segment, but in today's news, I, I, I mean, are you sitting down? Yeah. I can see that you're sitting down. Yeah. It's just something you say. The FBI foiled a terror plot. Um, a person was planning on bombing a synagogue in Pueblo, Colorado. Like literally today? Yes, yeah, just happened. Um, today, Sunday? I, this is going to be hard for you to believe, but it, it was a white person <laughs> that was planning it. Yeah, well, well, how old was she? He was 27, oh, and it's funny that you say God. it's funny that you say she because apparently the whole time the dumbass had been talking to an undercover FBI agent. Kind of like that movie. I imagine it would be like that movie um Klansman, Black Klansman hmm. that they yeah, just yeah, made, yeah, which yeah, I saw yeah. and it was pretty good. It was good. Um, but uh, The whole time I just kept thinking, like, why not? <laughs> like, I remember thinking, like, couldn't Adam Driver just have done, like, all of it? Yeah. Why did we need the black? Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess you have to have the black part of it. Because well, if it was just Klansman. I know. Like, I know that's the story, but I just kept thinking, like, couldn't you just, like, tell Adam Driver's character, like, say things like this? Yeah. And... Well, anyways, it turns out that this person had several Facebook profiles. And this this touches on something I've 
I see and I often wonder, and it proved me right. Yeah. But he had like four or five different Facebook profiles. And excuse me, I'm getting over, I'm getting, feeling great, but the voice isn't all the way back yet. Yeah. So stick with me. But he, he had four or five different Facebook profiles, and they were all women. The bomber did. Yes. And they were all women that advocated for ultra right wing, if not outright white power mm. movement stuff. Mm. But as you should. I just think that. I see like these profiles sometimes when you when you when you comment on something that's got like twenty thousand, thirty thousand likes and it's on ABC News and of course you get your troll is the first person I mean for some people this is their job. Yeah. They troll as a living. So I could do that. If someone paid me to influence a government or something like that with my Facebook <laughs> posts, I would do it. I would do it. Hillary's the literal devil. I'll, I'll come up, me and you together, the powers combined. Have you been seeing all the Epstein killed himself mislead memes? Or didn't, yeah. <laughs> or didn't, yeah, like, like, and I, I get, I get fucking almost like this, you know, when you look at that, and you, it's not visual, but whatever. The okay sign. The okay sign, yeah, like. That's when you get been over, taken from us now. Right, well, that's true. But I get caught by it every time. Like, I'll be looking at an ad for something, and then all of a sudden at the bottom will say Epstein didn't kill himself. Like, God damn it. Like, I got suckered into it again. Yeah. And then the meme, I've seen some pretty hilarious (laughs) memes of it. Um, But, yeah, I mean, come on. He probably wasn't. He probably didn't kill himself. (laughs) But both sides could make a legitimate argument. Right and left. That man was kind of – there's a lot of rich people that have a lot of photos that they're having to fucking get rid of. All the time because that, that man was – they found out last week that the woman, his his running partner that kind of set all the fucking girls up and mm-hmm. was in charge like, you know, of yeah. the whole operation. The madam. She had been invited and attended Jeff Bezos' campfire event, which is like this mythical thing where he invites people in the tech industries and some others clearly to come out and do a writing session like a – I don't know what the fuck. This thing could get weird as fuck. Let's be honest. These are rich people, and and, and the, it's same. Okay, I always j- joked about it. It's a real rich man, poor man scenario. You have that group, and then think of like the poorest white trash, and now and you get in, like doing a bonfire thing of their own. Mm-hmm. You get invited to either one of those. Yeah, you're gonna be a little uncomfortable. Yeah, but in, in a way, like are they gonna uh, from our me? from our demographic, we would be more comfortable, if not. Very comfortable with the poor end, because we know how we know their general operation. We know how they're going to have their version of a getaway creative weekend is going to turn into stuff that we know. I don't know about this. I'm saying, come on, let me fit, let me fit, let me lay it all out. Though. I'm just saying, <laughs> with rich people, I saw that movie Game Night. And I think that was a pretty entertaining flick. If you haven't seen it, yeah, um, Patrick, no, yeah. what's his Jason name? Jason Bateman. But when that that stupid guy that's a part of the group, the really dumb one that can't he think like he keeps bringing dumb blondes until he brings that Irish woman over. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he was saying these are rich people; they don't fucking entertain like us. There's gonna be a Fight Club down there, and they're like, there's not a fucking Fight Club down there. It's just like a ten million dollar home. <laughs> and then you get over there, and it's a fucking Fight Club. Yeah. It's like all these rich people and these yeah. two big Russians that are just sweaty and beating each other's asses. I don't know what rich people do. Yeah. Outside of being rich and, and having nice things. And just for clarity, anybody who's right of center listening, we're not talking about your buddy's friend whose dad makes $90,000 a year. We're talking about fucking multimillionaires, people you've yeah. never well, met I'm, I'm, and I'm, will never rub elbows and with. Yeah, with that, I'm Bezos. I mean, this is these are billionaires. Yeah, the kind of person who can be like, I feel like Italian food. Yeah. And then they're in Italy. Like moments later, yeah, it's nothing to it. There's <laughs> like, their life is so 
Fire up the jet. And that's what I'm saying. Like they have to get bored because they're living. Everything is on this razor's edge of the best and the finest. And you once you <laughs> once you've right garnered, <laughs> we're watching Varsity Blues. Just saw uh, the the descendant of uh, Scott Kahn's taint. Oh, I mean James Kahn. That know, is Scott. Descendant Kahn. of Scott. Kahn. Oh yes, yes. Scott Kahn's descendants taint. <laughs> but I don't know what they do with these things. So well, that's what I'm going back to. I, when I did a tra- when I was in the sideshow once, we traveled to Kingsport, Tennessee, the town that my buddy Josh said it looks like someone just threw teeth at this place and a few stuck. <laughs> like fucking. I'll never forget a, ma- a massive man in an electronic wheelchair on oxygen wheeling up to our T-shirt tent to see if we had a 6X. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette on oxygen. oxygen. <laughs> Putting everyone's life in yeah. uh, and Josh, Just take the shirt and get out of here. <laughs> Josh is like, you, we are fresh out of 6X. <laughs> and when that man rolled away, he's like, that dude needs to put that cigarette out. There's a lot of him to catch on fire. <laughs> a lot of him. But... After the show that we performed, we went to this, like, roadhouse bar that night in Kingsport to do, like, a bar show that was a bit more rowdy where we could be a bit more adult because the daytime thing had been a family version of it. Mm. And the people in that bar, man, I ain't trying to judge nobody, but, like, fucking kind of, like, scary redneck, middle of nowhere, little drunk, leaning on you a little hard, asking you I was like, this place makes me uncomfortable. Mm. Like, if this group was like, let's go over to Ted's house and build a bonfire, like, I'm going to go to the hotel. <laughs> I'm afraid I'll end up in the bonfire because right. that dude might have, like, associations with the clan or something. I don't know. Yeah, just, his bonfire just, turns into a cross-burning I'm really just fast. getting really uncomfortable because there's some biker dudes here that really don't know, understand, you know, personal space. And I'm just, this is... But the same thing would happen at a billionaire place because you'd have some like fucking Bezos creeper or Epstein creeper with well, like, one too many bourbons that's on That's what him, I'm saying. But in a much nicer vest. But you might walk into a situation where you, you, you cannot him. anticipate the weirdness. You might walk, like they say, you, you're given an invitation, which is weird in one book, and mm-hmm. it's like made from solid gold. I don't know. We're just fucking going here. <laughs> you give that to like a very large Russian individual at the front door, you're checked in. And then there's like, hey, welcome. And so the party's going to be starting in just a little bit. First, we're going to do the 730 colonic. You know, you're going to do asshole colonics at these parties. Here comes <laughs> so the, far, I'm the, fine. the I'm fresh board. blood transfusion is at eight. I could probably use that. And yes, that it's small good. children's blood from Tanzania, the best. Well, the well, best. Are they volunteers? Uh, yeah, we don't ask. Well, that's fine. I, so we, far, I'm on board. I, <laughs> I, I'm going to be healthier. I'm probably going to feel great. Is there a, is there a, is there a fucking... Uh, then the orgy starts. Uh, yeah. I'm seeing lights you on, this. lights off. <laughs> lights on, lights off. Because if it's lights off, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in all the way. Well. At what point do we get stem cell injections? <laughs> That's what it is, though. <laughs> They're like, well, now we're going to go into the biometric chamber. Like, right, what but what I'm saying is, you, is could going be, on here? you could be equally creeped out at the white trash get-together. I didn't say you couldn't. I just like, I just feel like you would know. Like that. We, come on in. <laughs> Keys go in the bowl. Okay. Here's your mask. Do I... <laughs> While I be getting my keys back later, hand me your phone. <laughs> What's that? We don't want no pictures taken while we're here in the group. Why don't you go on over there, get yourself a liquor drink or a beer, mm. and then head on down to the basement before we get started. I'm like, yeah. okay, right now I am just as uncomfortable as I was last weekend at the billionaire get-together. Mm. So far, you haven't said anything about colonics or children's blood. Or anything. <laughs> oh, we got big news, by the way. <laughs> I, I texted you late, and then you, you didn't see it, and 
Burke's moving. Producer Burke will actually be moving back to Atlanta. Good. He can sit right right here on the outside yeah. of the box. We'll put him over here. <laughs> put some glass up. Um, but it's going to be great because he he uh, he gave us both a compliment. I didn't, I didn't share that. I just I just remembered. You suppose he'll have the kind of availability where he really could come be here? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Make it sound like Burke doesn't do anything. I don't know what he does. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he'll do when he'll get here. But he'll, I'm sure he can work a schedule. <laughs> okay. But we'll have a. And he said, I, you know, I'm not. The, the nice things he had to say was he just wants to be a part of it because he says we're funniest people. I think he said the two of us are two of the funniest people or top three funniest people he's ever known. Mm. And I said, well, who's the other fucking dickhead? Fuck that guy. It's not Sean. Yeah, it's definitely not fucking Sean. <laughs> Which is another funny thing. I had another shit on Sean moment coming oh, up here in a minute. Good. But he wants to sit, take notes. He said he can, you know, help us. And I was like, oh wait, we c- that'll be wonderful because that'll chat Brian's ass so hard <laughs> that we're gonna have fact checking live. Yeah. You know, so whatever he he'll have to fact check the fact well, checks. Yeah, like, and finally, like when we need to see if there's pictures of Elvira naked, we can just say while we're talking, so he'll, we he'll don't just get do it. Yeah. On the podcast, Burke, pull up some Elvira. I don't. I think it's going to be a case where we don't even have to ask. Yeah. Like we can shoot a look. You know, he'll know what we're doing, and then we'll have a segment. Where we'll cut away. We'll just, we'll just flip this keyboard over there, and the, I mean, he's going to be cramped in his booth here. Yeah. But but you know, we make it work. <laughs> he's an intern. <laughs> You gotta start small, but he, I said, you know, we can even have you on. You have a lot to offer. He's like, that'd be great, and I talk from time to time. But it's really me. I want he wants to write. He wants to be helping us with the with Mick Starlight, oh, Mick yeah, Schmear. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, you, the big thing would to me would be to take notes whenever a character comes out. Yeah. So that we like, like I just said just last night, I was in the kitchen. I was going, I don't want to do my I'm not working. Two tarts. Where is he? Where's two tarts? Where is he? Just out of nowhere, it came out of my mouth. It was like, he's got to show up, even if it's just me <laughs> saying he's got to show up. I actually went back and listened to this bitch, and I, I was chuckling so hard. It was in, I was in bed. <laughs> and Leah, like, reached over and, like, touched me on the arm, and I tr- pretended like I was coughing. Yeah. Because it was just this bitch guy knowing the how far he's come. Right. And now he's his, his little side, his little brother, YOLO. <laughs> you know, all of it. YOLO, bro. YOLO, bro. Banks. Banks this bro. bitch just found out she's got HPV. <laughs> yeah, just some of the shit we were saying. BPH told me, like, what he does every week is he listens to the episode that just came out, and then he goes back. And he started this a while ago, so he went, he would listen to, like, episode 50, whatever, and then he goes all the way back to one. Hmm. And then he just listens to every episode he can until the 51 comes out and he listens to the newest and then he goes back to wherever he left off and he, and he said the other day, it's fun listening to the the progression of sound quality yeah, <laughs> yeah for it's sure like, it's like well the truth be told like I figured it out probably in the 50s or so and it's been the same exact pattern week to week ever since then so it's been consistent from one point on it was okay back in the living room days and then we were kind of touch and go here where we just couldn't quite figure out the room and then this thing. And so, yeah. It's worked out. It's definitely a difference, though. There's def- Oh, yeah. There's, but there's definitely a, an evolution to the sound quality. But the compliment that he gave me, and I didn't get it at first. I think you probably will. He was saying, why would I want to be on the show? I, I'm, he's like, no. I say, it would be like writing for, um, oh, fuck, Richard Pryor and George Cartman. And I was like, what? And he was like, you know, that's what they are. Are you Richard Pryor? I don't know. Or my George Pryor? Maybe that's what he, I know it was two famous fucking comedians. But I said, what are you talking about? And he said, that's what um, John Mulaney always said. When people say, why didn't why didn't you want to be on SNL? Right. You just were a writer for all those years. And he said, why would I want to be on the show? I'm over here writing for Richard 
Pryor and George Carlin, i.e. Bill Hader and Fred Armisen. I'm <laughs> writing for comic geniuses. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to try to go up there and be in the spotlight. Now, I'm not saying. So is he just going <laughs> to hand us jokes while we're <laughs> I don't know if we'll get any John oh, Mulaney. The fucking the Tom Segura, Burt Kreischer thing, if he's not off mic, it's perfect. Like, Burt, I'm not going to say that about women in Jesus Christ. <laughs> Show us limits. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to quote. What the? Bert, there's there's a time and a place for the pedophile <laughs> jokes. And the way you write them, they're not good. They're not good, man. Yeah, the, the ones you've been writing for Joe Paw lately, <laughs> I, I, unusable. And you've heard what I've said on here. Seems seems too genuine. <laughs> it's not. It's not enough levity, man. Let's go back to that. Hey, I'm Joe Pa, <laughs> and I saw those boys getting raped in the butt. There's no punchline there, Bert. <laughs> Anyways, Burke, you suppose Bette Midler's ever posed nude? <laughs> <laughs> we'll just throw him naked women to go try to find. We need to get him. We need to like, instead of investing in microphones, we need to invest in one of those laptops where the screen just swivels so he can just be there typing and then find Bette Midler naked and just turn the screen. Uh, yep, she sure has. Look at that. Thanks, Burke. Harrier than I thought she'd be. Anyways, find out what the weather's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> Is that food on the way? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is we're not selling this to him very well because he's definitely gonna. Account, he's definitely gonna. on that card. That you, don't, you don't know who it belongs I to. I still don't know. Let Bert handle it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Real life in studio. So we're watching Varsity Blues. Mm-hmm. I, I watched this movie the night before I started going out for football again, right after the summer, going into my tenth grade year, because I thought it would be like. I don't know what I thought. I was, it was dumb. I was like, I'm gonna get hyped. This movie's gonna get me high, and I was like. Movie's not really very good. No, and it, I mean, maybe fact checker in Florida can 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 correct me. I don't think parties like this with the football team ever actually happened in most places. Well, the, one thing to keep in mind: this is Texas, and it is a different world. There, when you're driving there, there's a there's a point where you cross the Louisiana line, and you feel good because you're like, oh, "Fuck, I'm finally in Texas." And that's mm-hmm. our where headed to Houston and Galveston. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck me. I still have another like five hours because mm. the state's so big. Right. But the, you're driving down the interstate. And I, I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what in the ever-loving fuck is that? And, and it's like, I, there's nothing around. There's a school that you can see off in the distance. But in the foreground, you know, right off the, right off the interstate there is this monstrosity of a fucking stadium. Mm. And I'm like, why is this? What pro team is using this facility, and why is it in the middle of fucking nowhere? Right. And it's not. It's that high school teams that you can kind of see <laughs> the assortment of trailers, and there's some brick buildings. It's kind of like an old oil town. Everybody works at the high school. Everyone goes to the high school. All the town's money comes from and goes back into the high school. <laughs> to only to the football program. Well, yeah. Because I'm telling you, if they if there's any other... arts if there's, yeah, Texas. If there's any other sporting events on these things, then I don't know where, how they're getting the money. Right. Because every bit of it, because you were talking about you had a fun time at Kennesaw, and that's a glorified that's a glorified middle school stadium. Miss Carter, I see here you're asking for extra money for the orchestra this year. <laughs> I do not think so. I don't think Mr. Charleston lives outside of Houston, Texas, but <laughs> now I, it's more nasal. Now, Miss Hamilton, I understand <laughs> that you and the chess club want to travel to Washington to be a part of the National Chess Tony. 
But sadly, there's only but seventeen dollars left. And that I turned slowly into Charleston on that. I can't help myself. They can come down here. People think they can just come down here and start up different little foo foo programs. Now listen here, there ain't gonna be no chainsaw massacre today. <laughs> We ain't making those kind of films. <laughs> yeah. We're here for football. We're here for football, and that's where the money goes. We haven't hired any new teachers in 27 years. It's the kind of town where, like, the team colors are, like, royal blue and silver, and every motherfucker in that town's got a royal blue and silver hat. Which is, which is what I'm saying. I don't know. I never... There were parties that involved football players, but the entirety of the team, absolutely not. The entire team and girls and lots of beer and no adults. Uh, but in Texas, and I think Leah could vouch for this if she was in the studio, it, it is kind of like that. Mm. The, the caricature of the Texas high school fa- football is, is kind of real. Let them boys have fun. That way they play good on Friday. That's yeah. what I say. It don't matter if they get blackout drunk on Thursday as long as they're out there on Friday night. We're going to look the other way. Also, Billy Bob probably, that's the problem I have with Billy Bob, this fat character in, in general. And fact checker Hickman with his football, he can tell us we're right or wrong if he wants. It's either Billy Bob or Ralphie May. You know what's sadder is even that guy. I think he's dead now. I think they're both they're dead. They're both, well, we know one's dead. But He may not be. I think he lost weight. I heard that, saw that but too, but I think either, he... Either this actor or Ralphie May, one of them on Stern once admitted that he picked up prostitutes and paid them to eat them out. Picked up prostitutes. And paid them to go down on to them. To go down on them. Wow. And, and that was all he paid for. That is a waste of money. It's sad as well. <laughs> yeah, because it's not like she's enjoying it. I'm sorry, she's not. Someone, someone, you get picked up, you're a high-end prostitute. Maybe not. Maybe you're just a prostitute. And you get picked up, and he says, now... Uh, my name's Billy. He's not. I don't know what that fucking guy's name right. is. But he's... <laughs> Producer Burr would be looking this up right now. <laughs> yeah. Take notes, now, Burr. I, I, I just want... And he's always probably meekly, too, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And he, smell, he probably smells like onions. Yeah. And then he's like, Bourbon. I, I just want to give you 250 but I, um, I just want to eat you out. <laughs> and then she's like, what? Yeah, that's it. I don't... That's all I want to do. Yeah, voice, voice, is shaking. voice is shaking. And she's like, well... Okay, but she's not going to be, like, writhing down there. <laughs> and it, I mean, it's a show. She has to put on a show. Yeah. Well, yeah. she doesn't, but the good ones do. <laughs> I don't know this. I don't know th- I don't know about this situation. In <laughs> Misconnections. Um, no, like, it, it would be less sad if the story was he paid prostitutes to go down on them while he beat off or paid prostitutes to sit on his face while they jerked him off. Or had something subbed into his butt. Something like that. Something involving an orgasm for him, too. But the way the story went was like, yeah, no, I just do that, and then they leave, and maybe he cranks one out, maybe he doesn't. It's like that's Hey, man, some, like we've talked about, whatever floats the boat, and I mean, as long as you keep it away from children and keep it consensual. It's the general rule. That is, like, the rule. No kids. No and kids and consent, I'm, I'm good. And I know even if that means some weird shit, yeah. but consent, my consent on, as, far as, as far as as far as this movie, he you can't like he's not a vile he wouldn't play. Well, he's not huge. Billy Bob's like six foot tall. Yeah, he easily weighs four hundred pounds in this movie and can barely move. If he had quick arms with the snap, he'd be an okay center just because you wouldn't be able to get. Yeah, but the premise of this really? movie is that this is a, a high school program that's, like, incredibly rich in its history of winning. Right. People come to these types of—they transfer to these types of schools. 
to go live with a brother or aunt that lives in that school's territory so that they can go and play at that school. So Billy Bob being out there at 400 pounds and unable to move, it just doesn't doesn't work. And I never understood this character, the little brother who's constantly, he's like in a little while, he, now he's a ninja. Right. Later on, he's, he's a member of uh, Lord, Lord, Louis Farrakhan's yeah, Muslim last nation. Time I like him, yeah. He's exploring religion as a young person. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we don't need to break down this movie too too much. <laughs> but next forty eight minutes, the next forty eight years of your life. For the years of your life. Now I do quote this scene a lot. Fire axe, pig skin, yuck and dick. <laughs> His mom's drunk, you know. Come on, monks, yuck and dick. Yuck and dick. He's like drinking Lone Star beer. I mean, that's very Texas. There's parts of this that ring really, really true. Because out there, they, I mean, Lone Star, have you ever had a Lone Star? Uh, yeah, I had it a lot at the, it's a shit at the beer. Flatiron back in the day. It's a shit beer. It's terrible. Like the but, state of Texas. But you can get them for like a quarter. Yeah. There's still places in Texas you can walk in and they have quarter beers. Yeah. And they're always Lone Star. You know, I went to Austin once when I was in high school, too young to like go out and like really take advantage of the city. Mm. I just remember it being sweltering hot. It's Texas. And then we went to San Antonio, and it was even hotter there. And I don't need to go back. Galveston's okay. It's, I mean, it's like a... <laughs> I'm good. The <laughs> only thing that I love about that part of the country is Whataburger. You ever been to Houston? Of course. That's where we go every time. Because we got to... There's more than it's a. There's a. Kristen has a cousin. I don't think he has proposed, but everybody generally feels like he's going to. And mm-hmm. the girl he will most likely propose to is originally from Houston. And everybody just kind of generally assumes that the weddings usually will take place wherever the bride is from because Kristen's family is so scattered. Like it's. That was the argument, like, when we got married in Atlanta. It's like, well, listen, every relative I have literally lives in this state, and every relative you have lives between here and Canada. So if, like, people have to travel, may as well make your people travel. So, yeah, because of how you you can't travel to – you can't. it's like can't there's so like many of you right. yeah, so that like, well, I have to choose one of y'all's location, and that just means that everyone else is traveling right. to that location. So right. why don't we fix it here? Right. I get it. So – it, the general thinking is, if and when that day comes, there will be a wedding in Houston. And I was like, Ugh, I just don't want to. Have you never been there? No. Let me tell you. Just, what are we, do there? we can talk about geography. Houston <laughs> is so big that it, it's tough to wrap your mind around. It's not the city. It's not like the the buildings, the downtown is any bigger right, than just, anything. It just continuously goes on and on and on. Right. So saying and it's this Houston's concrete like swath. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's Houston certainly has its is it like the size of Delaware. Its aspects. I mean, as far as parts of Texas go, you know, I like that movie Bernie. If you've never seen it, you need to see it with, with Jack, Jack Black. Yeah, I've seen it. Where that that old man is talking about Texas in the intro, the mm. early part of the movie. Well, you can break Texas really down into five different states. You see, you got the carcinogenic coast down here in Houston and the, and the coast down there because that's where all the oil refineries are. So that's the carcinogen. Then you got snobs up in Dallas <laughs> with their with their Mercedes Benz and oil money. Then you got the hippies out there in Austin in the People's Republic of Austin. That's what I love how he calls it, the People's Republic of Austin. <laughs> no one talks about the panhandle much. Anyhow, but it's so different. It's like Houston is kind of that flat. That's why they have a big problem when it when it um, stormed down there. 
Oh yeah, they had that bad flood. Marvin, was it Hurricane Marvin? Something like that. I still, I don't think there's ever been a Hurricane Brent or Austin yet. It's and I figure of. Austin, how are you going to be in the A's and not have rolled out yet? But it's coming. Um, wouldn't it be funny if there was two concurrent storms <laughs> and they both got named Austin and Brent in the same time and we're like bearing down on different po- – Charleston's going to take a direct hit from Hurricane Brent. <laughs> I mean, that would be apropos, yeah, man. Storms are gonna come, are gonna no, no, I'm hitting Tallahassee. <laughs> Another shit town. That's where Brian lives. I know. Another shit town. Yeah. But anyhow, I don't know where we were going with her. Oh, so everything's so flat. And like I told you, it's not so much as it's the city size. It's just the sprawl. Mm. And everything's on concrete. Everything's just a concrete pallet. Just mm. flat everywhere. They take, you know, there's no marshlands. There's no protection for that kind of storm. Water has nowhere to run off to. So you're telling me that a heavily unregulated state wasn't prepared for some serious <laughs> storm trouble? No, they weren't. But I, I don't want to throw too much shade because Houston has cool pockets like any other city. Yeah. It's just that where we were going was not cool. Katie was like where the rich, richer people got out of the city. But it was like a fucking cookie. You can't believe it. Every single – I mean, say what you want about Georgia. Mm-hmm. Hell, even Florida. But if you come to Georgia, there's, I mean, there's hills, there's towns. There's trees. There's things that look different. Yeah. In, in Katy, Texas, every single street block is like, fuck, I mean, have we gone anywhere? <laughs> We've been driving for 20 is minutes. Hell? I mean, but where are we? Are we, yeah. like, lost? Look, another Payless. Oh, wonderful. Another Whataburger. And I love Whataburger, but, like, <laughs> fuck, there's... Are we seeing the same one? Is it? Am I just... You're, like, trapped in a hellish Groundhog Day where your in-laws keep leading away. Anybody want to stop at Whataburger? Can we just stop at Whataburger? Do you want to stop at Whataburger? Get a Whataburger? I feel like we just stopped. I can eat. And then you eat it, and then you get back in the car, and you drive. For what feels Have you like ever water. had it? Anybody want to stop at a Whataburger? Uh, yeah, I've had it in... Uh, it's one of those things where every, everyone hypes it up, and, and you eat it, and it's, it's, it's good, awesome. and it never is like... It's never like, why did this become a thing? Yeah. But then, like, you when you see one, and you don't live it around them, and yeah. every it's only every so often, years, that you get to do it. I think I had it in... Um, uh, suburb of Chicago for the first time when I was 17. Whataburger? I think so. I know. I don't think they go up that high, do I don't remember. I don't remember the Bert, can you? <laughs> yeah, Bert, yeah, this is the kind of thing Burke could be looking up. Where is Whataburger? But there are Whataburgers in Pens- um, Destin and Panama City. Of course there are. Um, so I've had it more recently there. And it's one of those things where it's like, if they had this at home, I probably wouldn't eat it that much. It's not that good. Yeah. But... It's something that you can drive through that's not what I have at home. So, yes, yeah. I'm going to go there. I remember it's like we, Jack in the Box. We, we I don't, st- I don't we really st- want to go there, but I'm going to try we, it while I'm we in would, town. We would go to Houston <laughs> on the holidays. And uh, that was that time I told you about, probably on the pod, where the, uh, her Leah's sister and husband were living with Leah's parents for a period of time while they were getting settled. And that must have been difficult. I can't even imagine because they were there a long time. No, I, str- I struggled. No, well, yeah, kind of. I just there was like the first. I'll give it the case. First time I met her parents, we we went out there for Thanksgiving. Uh, this would be like 2011, 12 ish. 2011 sounds right though. But we go out there and we meet and it's nice. You know how nice to meet you, young man. And this and that. And that first night where we set up the game night, it's nine o'clock at night where we set up a board game and it's fun. It's nice to meet you. I understand you don't eat ass. <laughs> 
That is correct, sir. <laughs> that is correct. Uh, good. Good but man. we set up a game night. You know, again, Lee doesn't get out there a lot, and we were playing. The the her sister had three kids, and they were younger. So we we were having game night, and of course that's fun, and there's laughter to be had, and we had some cocktails, and yada yada yada. Her mom comes out at nine o'clock at night. And says, Y'all, shh, gotta be quiet. It's getting late. And I remember looking down at my phone, being like, "What the? It's nine o'clock." <laughs> and and just and the thing is, Chris and and Jamie, they couldn't. They live there. Right. It's a different set of rules when you live there for free, mm-hmm. no less. You're you're they're doing you a favor. You're saving money with no rent, yada, yada, yada. But Leah doesn't live there. Right. And Leah was like, Mom, shut up. It's 9 o'clock. Just go in your room. We're having a good time out here. And her mom was like, okay. And just walked around, turned around. I was like, fuck me. And you should have seen Chris and Jamie turn and look at Leah like, thank you. That's what They mouthed it. They were like, oh, my God, thank you. Because every day, like, keep yeah. it down. It's 9. Like, what? It's 9. <laughs> The other pet peeve I have, just because we're on it, this woman will come to pray in here. <laughs> yeah, no. This woman will no, come. Really. No, they're not at all. Oh. They, Leah had just, no baseline at all I for. I just assume it's Texas. It's part of what you're dealing. No, with. they I mean, keep. They were from here. Oh, really? They moved to Houston. They didn't. They didn't. They weren't. They weren't from there. But she, this woman, my mother-in-law, I love, and I do, will come to my house. Uncross your fingers. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That's good. Not a visual, but it's very good. I do love her, but she'll come to my house, Stop and she'll when be. You say that. <laughs> they will. She will sit on my sofa, take my remote, turn your air off, turn my air off. Absolutely, turn my air off. Whoa! What is it? Eighty degrees in here? Yeah. Oh, so bad. I walked in there one day after work. I told Leah that you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to say something, because I ain't gonna say something. I'm just gonna fix it next time. It's like this. I got home. It's August. She's got the heat on upstairs. I don't mind what you do downstairs. Mm. That's your realm while you're in our home. You turn it into a sweaty hell if you want to. Right. But I was like, I walked in, I was like, it's 80 fucking degrees in here. And I look over, she's got a blanket. And she's doing exactly what I'm about to tell you. My biggest pet peeve. She watches the local news. <laughs> Exclusively. <laughs> like, and not, do you know how they had the... Uh, Quick hit at five. We're, join us back tonight at six in the primetime hour. We're going to tell you a story about a diddler found. Could it be your neighborhood? We don't know. See you at six. You know, like, she'll stay. She'll go for that five show, watch that, and then hold on for the primetime hour at six. And I'm like, no. Get in the, there is a TV downstairs if she wants to watch local news. <laughs> one, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Right. If you, you live... If, that two episodes if back I came... Back of King if, Queen if I came, exactly. Down, like. If I went down to see Fact Checker down in Tallahassee, I'd have to check his schedule. I don't know if his, his yearly blowjob or not. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> uh, I don't want to interrupt. On a, like, I don't want to go on his birthday. Uh, Some people think, oh, I should go down on Brian's birthday and we'll have a good time. Big, no, can't do that because that's a big day of the year for him. Been outed. <laughs> big, big day of the year. Because that's a, when, when you're a one blowjob, I gotta keep this kind of G. Cause but if we're a one blowjob type of guy, I'm sure he doesn't want you talking about it at all. Type of year. I mean, I'm not gonna interrupt that. Sure but what is. I'm saying is, I wouldn't come down there. It's like, if it was, even if I went down there on blowjob day, mm. right? And I was like, hey, do your thing. I'll be downstairs. You just call, tell us when we come up and we'll go out and get dinner or something. I wouldn't go down. And watch the Tallahassee local fucking news. I don't live there. None of it doesn't matter to me. Right. Like, it, why? And then, like you said, if it's not that, I'll come back and it's one of the, it's one of these fucking old people shows. The the what's the, Jag? No, no. Uh, what's the fucking well? No, hold on. The Tim oh, the Tim Allen one now. 
Last Man Standing, mm, yeah. which is basically just a, a, a right winger's right. tool time. Right, the poorly written sitcoms where the lighting is just. The thing, you know, good. the thing about his is I've seen the show. It's not poorly written. It just has, it just goes against the woke culture, which I like. Right. But at the same time, it's just like, man, I can't take you seriously just because. He, all everyone that watches that show, they, went to jail he for has cocaine. a well that, and I was like, <laughs> you might as well just put the MAGA hat on. Yeah. Just embrace it all. You know, right. Oh, here comes his daughter. She's wearing a skirt that's too short. Oh He's boy! Say funny. <laughs> and then his wife's gonna go, Hank. Up, oh, look at that. He's up his wife fold laundry. He's gonna think that thong is his wife, but it's not. Up, <laughs> oh, here comes the chubby little son. who's only twelve. Is gonna make a joke that's kind of racist. Ha 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 what? You voted how? We don't vote that way in this house. Bop, bop, bop. Yeah. But it, she's a great woman, but man, I just, she drives me crazy with that. And I, I told her, I was like, Leah, you need, to, you're going to have to handle this. Because if I come home tomorrow and the heat's on 80, yeah. it's already 85 outside. If you wanted to get warm, just open the damn door. Yeah. Don't turn that heat. That heater never runs from the months. Basically, I mean, we don't even use it now. We won't use the heater until November, so you just December. Up like a, like a hospital person, and you lay and you lay on a, on a porch chair like here. You won't need the blanket out here, and you just handle your phone with the local news on screen, and you just slide the door shut. And then you open the door back up. Don't look in the photos. Don't look in the photos. There's videos of your daughter doing shit. In the <laughs> also, don't open Safari. I'll call you when it's time for dinner. Here's your pills. <laughs> Do you want you want the blanket? Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's that. And the, the funny thing is the dichotomy between the two of them. Her, her father could could not be a cooler person. Mm. We don't. I mean, it's something we wonder about. Like. Because, I mean, I know they have fun, but they're so different. Mm-hmm. They they might be, and I, I say this with no hyperbole, they might be the most interesting couple that way, yeah. or married couple, and they have been married for years and years, because they're just entirely different. Right. He Like, when he gets away, he has fun. I mean, he's super fun. We've talked about him and my sister on the pod at my, at my wedding. Right. And my favorite, though... If I didn't mention this, he got real. There, we we used to go to Galveston. We stopped going to Houston. And we, two families would meet up in Galveston at this fucking mansion on stilts. That's the thing about Galveston. It has to be on stilts because mm. storm surges are coming through there constantly. Right. But I was like, they're like, we're gonna go over to the the other people's house to the Sherry's house because it's a little bit bigger. And the one that we had rented was very nice. And I was like, well, this one's big. I mean, and they were like, no. <laughs> Uh, the chuckle. I was like, "What the fuck? We you get over there? <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know how much this place costs in right. Galveston. I mean, easily a few million, I would imagine. But it's just this McMansion on stilts. It's incredible. It looks like it's like a. <laughs> it's like, like we talk about rich people. It's like a millionaire's treehouse because <laughs> of the stilts. Best part about these stilts, no regulation. But they could come down any minute any now. Minute now. <laughs> but the part they're the people that we were going to see were. Um, Leah's brother's family and no, Leah's brother's wife's family, great people, 
really rich. Mm. He was a lawyer. Then they won the lottery. He's like one of those, oh, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. No now, they're great people. They're actually, she's radically left. I love her to death. She's, this is the um, brother's mom. We start mom. our own government agency where we review lottery winners. And if you're super wealthy and you want, like, no, you don't get that. You don't get well, that. I don't know how, wealthy is a very big word. I know that he worked really hard and he was a trial attorney. Mm. I mean, it was a very big deal. But to win another 18, or I think it was 12 million in the state lottery was like, oh, fuck. You know, you which I'm, but again, yeah. it couldn't have happened to better people. Yeah. So in that case, I don't, I don't really get, I mean, not that I'm going to get mad anyway, but it's just interesting. But she would get you over there. And like I said, Sharon's an older woman. They're in their early 80s, late 70s. She's got great stories. Well, we went out, I went out and smoked cigarettes. I was smoking cigarettes back then. And uh, it was a beautiful night. The wind's coming off the beach. It's a little cold. And she's over there. I heard her hacking. I'm like, you okay? She's yeah, just something in my throat. And we started talking. And, of course, me being me and her being funny heard, a lot of fun started happening. She's like, I'm going to go get a bottle. And I was like, okay. And she comes back with this Calvados, which I love. It's um, apple brandy from, from Normandy. Yeah. I had some when I was there. The one where they grow the apple in the bottle? No. Wow. No, it's just, like, uh, it's just like making cognac. But mm-hmm. instead of grapes, they use apples. Okay. So we could probably find a, a hemp hill type thing with this too, but she says I'm we not. Need to make a Christmas she says I'm not trying to braggart, but you're really gonna like this stuff. It's like three hundred eighty dollars a bottle, and I was like, "Fuck me! I forgot where we were. I forgot we were at this McMansion." I was like, "What? Four hundred dollars?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah. It's, it's aged for fifty years in this little <laughs> in this little. I bought them and had them shipped over, and we, we were over there. I mean, the story just starts to keep. What happens if I press this button? Oh, well, uh, Juan Brown will come." <laughs> That's a foie gras bake oven. Oh, okay. Oh. So if I just press, what if I press this button? It feeds, it force feeds the other ones that you'll have tomorrow. Just They're prepping the next, <laughs> yeah. next duck liver. So she gets me fucked up and the whole party moves from inside the house to outside. It's just one of those nights where two people, and we've been friends to this day. Yeah. And we just, we were the party. Us two having fun and getting drunker and drunker and the next thing you know, everyone's outside and then having a good time. I felt, the next day I was like, $400 is great, but I, she got me fucked up. <laughs> so the next day I was not, not, you know, back then I wasn't getting hangovers, but I was like, man, if that, if I, this is as close as I've gotten. Yeah. And so I took it, the next day I chilled. Well, PK, as we call Papa Kenny, Lee's dad, he mm-hmm. went over, she, he went over there the next night and he got Sharon. <laughs> she just plies you with booze. <laughs> and he stumbles back with the kids and, and Chris and he, I mean, I was, oh boy, he went, I saw him coming up the stairs, I was like, PK fucked up. <laughs> and I knew his, his wife, that ain't her thing. Yeah. Like I said, this, she's watching the local news on a blanket in Shaw. And he was like, Does she have interests or hobbies or I don't know. things that I don't, she I, does? Honestly, or? I don't want to make, it seems like a bash. I'm just telling you, I don't know. I, okay. there, she might humor. be. No, there's no, there, no, no. <laughs> There's no sense of humor. Okay. Uh, another one, a quick one I like about her. She walked, like, if there was, like, say everyone wanted a Whataburger, mm-hmm. right? And everyone's just like, oh, let's go get Whataburger. If she was moving and the Whataburger was on the left and you had to, like, cross a lane of traffic to get up, she wouldn't go. <laughs> She's like, oh, but it's too hard. It's on the left. I was like, yeah, it's on the left. We just blinker, turn. Intersection. Uh, Green arrow. You've yeah, got a I mean, green arrow. I was going to say that you have a light here. Like, what's, <laughs> so I was like, only on the right? That's what you're telling me? So it, whatever restaurant we want has to be one right-hand so turn. you're a fucking crazy person, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, 
seriously. I don't want Martins. I don't even like biscuits. Oh, fuck that place. Yeah, anyways, we don't. No, we'll no, go into a Martins bash no, off. No shame to your last name, but so, oh, fuck that place. PK says in his drunken mind, I want to play ping pong. And then, of course, the kids are like, yeah. No high schooler has a body like that, by the way. Scott Kahn's ridiculously ripped. No no high schooler has that. But anyways. No, no high schooler could just take a cop car and naked, make a girl. With a blonde girl in front. So they go down. They go down, whatever. They go down to the basement, and we hear the, the sounds of fun being had and ping pong being played. And then literally two, three minutes later, we hear Trump up. The, we hear people coming up the stairs, and the door opens. PK is holding his wrist, and he's got this nasty-ass cut over his eye. Mm. And he's bleeding. And, of course, I was like, oh, my God. And they take care of him. And I looked at Amy. I was like, oh, boy, he's in trouble. <laughs> and they said once they got him cleaned up and they put him to bed, the story was told to me that when they were down there, he reached down to get the ping pong ball, which had gone off the table, and, of course, mm-hmm. just went right over. Head hit the table. <laughs> and he thought he broke his wrist. And he stands up. And after all that, when he was still downstairs, he said, oh, no. Nana's going to be mad at me. <laughs> that was the, and, and she was. And we didn't see, he gets the worst hangover, so we didn't see him at all the next day. Mm. So Sharon will get you. But that's what that gets back to that rich thing. Because they said, you want, this is a case in point, too. These, you want to have a, fi- a fish fry? I was like, fuck yeah, I love a good fish fry. Yeah. You know, Tartar sauce, give it all. Let's fry everything. Yeah. Fuck it. But we go over there, and this wasn't no fucking ordinary fish fry. One of the uh, some of the other family members that day had just gone. I didn't. Oh, no one tells me they're fucking professional fishermen. They just went out there with the waders in the ocean yep. and were throwing lines. And I was watching this shit. And I was like, Wait a minute, we're gonna eat those fish? <laughs> like, yeah, they had caught redfish, catfish, mm. you name it. They sea bass, and they and they were just pull, like he would pull it, gut it, get it all mixed up, throw it in the fryer. And I was like, fuck, this is some rich people shit. I want some sea bass. They were just, I just listened to Burt Kreischer talk about whenever he invites people over for food, he always overdoes it. And he's like, if six people are coming over, I'm buying 12 steaks, <laughs> you know, two large Chilean sea bass. He's like, I want I want to send everyone home with food. Yeah. He said, I never want to be caught short. 12 bottles of wine, you know, I was like, and as soon as he said, I was like, well, I the old adage, yeah, the old adage is if you're, if you're hosting, you want to cook for like double. Right. Not because you want to have a bunch of leftover food or even give the food away, but you just want to keep it safe. Yeah. No, then that's... But why sea bass? I don't know. He just, he, whenever people oh, he mentioned come over, it? he just made... Well, he mentioned have you sea had sea bass? It's been a while, but I was like, when mm. he said it, I was like, mm, I want that. Like, mm. I don't want a flaky fish. Chilean sea bass? Well, whatever. It's bad, no expense. <laughs> Sorry. But when I was watching Jurassic Park when I was a kid, I thought they were eating Chilean sea bass. Right. I thought that was Chile, like, bowl of yeah, chili. Chile and sea bass. And some sea bass. Chile and I was and like, huh. Bass. I don't think that sounds very good, but I'd eat it. <laughs> but I'm gonna try it. Plate looks nice. Where's the chili? No, I just I like a I like a meaty fish. You know, like I had monkfish mm. once, oh, which yeah. is like a cross of a fish and a lobster in terms of that meat texture. Yeah, it's all you probably like that. mahi mahi then too. Yeah, yeah, that's a very white flaky. I like but meaty big fish. steaky fish. It's yeah. like a, when you get that, you're like, damn, this is a real meal. Sometimes you yeah. go get fish if you're trying to be healthy, or maybe that's what you want. Case in point, I got fish at this restaurant we went to and. Alpharetta, I don't remember, Woodstock. And I was like, I, it said it was Red Snapper. I was like, yeah, I'll definitely have that. It sounded really good. I, they brought that shit out. I was like, this is fucking tilapia. They can try to tell me this a hundred different yeah. ways. Like, yeah. that is fucking tilapia. That, it doesn't have any flavor. Yeah. It only tastes like all the seasonings you put on it. Yeah. I know Red Snapper and good fish taste like good fish. Yeah. 
This is a piece of fucking this isn't Chinese gr- tilapia. This isn't grouper. These are fucking <laughs> fish sticks that you mash together. And then flatten them. Hey, I love a good fish stick. I'm serious. I like, like fish sticks too. You know what you, hey, fi- you ever done this? Fish tacos? Easiest thing in the world. Instead of getting all the fucking fish mm-hmm. and doing all that frying or not frying by yourself, get the high quality fish stick. You've got great, easy fish tacos. I mean, and they're really good. I bet they are. You make your own slaw, all that shit, put some hot sauce on it. It's like restaurant quality shit. It's funny. I I, I went to Taco Mac. Now I want fucking fish tacos. <laughs> we can order them. Use that card we don't know who belongs to. <laughs> I don't know who this card That's is. That's what makes it fun. It doesn't cost us <clears throat> anything. I had a thought on it, though, now that you brought it up. Mm. Did Early on in the pod days, did you ever use my phone to, to make an order? Uh, not with Uber. Not with Uber? No. Because the only thing I was thinking, because it's funny how much I think about this, because mm-hmm. I get really hungry and yeah. high at night, and I'm like, mm, I could just order something from Uber Eats and... With this mm, random card. Someone's random card. I mean, let me look at the last four. But I, I thought, I thought maybe you, it was one of those nights where we had said, hey, you know what? Accent Graphics is buying the chicken tonight. <laughs> and I thought maybe that's Roy's card. Mm, no. But I don't think he misses anything. No, he doesn't. And I've never put a card. I've never logged into Uber through your phone. See, I don't know what the fuck mystery this is. Because out there somewhere, we owe somebody like $20 for some Jersey Mike sandwiches. <laughs> it's fine. I don't think they care. <laughs> I mean, I, I would. If I just, for, for hey, for six years when me and Leah were first together, every month there was this charge from some tanning bed in Katy, Texas. And I was like, get this shit fixed. I know it's only $8. Yeah. But that's eight dollars a month. Can you not at then in that circumstance you can't just call the bank or the credit card company and be like, want, I, listen, want this charge? Please? I just said, can you? I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's clearly something you did when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. But so can you fucking? Because we had fix rolled. It. Can you fix that? Because yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to call this place <laughs> in Chapel, Texas. You're going to call this place because I don't. You I don't think you're going, going to tan there. No, she did it. <laughs> And it just turns out After it was a mistake. A and I was like, dude, we're going to get any money back? And I was like, I don't think so. I was like, well, fuck, you've been paying it. What's the math on that? <laughs> I mean, what's eight times 12? What's the VIG? <laughs> it's $96. So we basically paid them $800. And we're not going to get any of that back over eight years. Oh, boy, your tan's looking good, though. Yeah. What I was going to say is I got burned twice on fish at a restaurant. We, you know, I, I, There are some school days when I have to go pick Adelaide up, and she just kills the rest of the day here with me, and we hang out. There's yeah. two of us. And so usually that means it's just the two of us for dinner. And we're going home. I said, what do you want for dinner? She said, I want to go to Taco Mac. I want nuggets and fries and lemonade. I was like, all right, cool. We can go to Taco Mac. Like, and they just changed their menu. They got these street tacos on there now. They redid their quesadillas. Mm. Their wings still suck. And I was like, I really, Always sucked. Always. Like, their wings are terrible. Like, you can't make. They're the worst in the business. You cannot make buffalo sauce without a fat. And that is, that's the reason, like. Their chicken is fine. Like I've. I know that's where I disagree. The sauce is. I can remedy my sauce selection there because I know their wing sauce sucks. It's so like, I'll do a lemon pepper yeah. or I'll do a hot teriyaki, whatever they make. There's yeah. always a sauce that I can go with. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's the chicken. Always the chicken. They're, they're the massive fucking wings. Oh no, not at mine. Mine are good. Really? That's why I was saying like sometimes if I want wings and I don't want to go to the trouble of actually making the chicken, I'll just go get twenty all flat extra crispy from my Taco Mac plain, and I'll just toss them in the sauce I make at home. Nice. Like, it's it's an okay get by. They're never big. Anyways, like I I it's this is just a great pod. It just occurred to me recently <laughs> that 
that I could probably fix their sauce if I just ordered some of their original sauce and some, some melted butter, butter. <laughs> and mixed it together. And you ask, and I they, want this, can you, can here's you what I want. the manager and the oh. head chef <laughs> and put their finger in this so they can taste what real buffalo sauce tastes like. I want this mixed at the table, like table service. Yeah. Like the places you go where they make the salad right yeah. in front of you, which is why I never worked. I got hired at Papa Do's. <laughs> <laughs> Worked there for six weeks, never did a shift because they kept keeping me in the kitchen. I was good at that, running food, mm, prepping yeah. food. I enjoyed that, to yeah. be honest. But the one time that they were like, let's do your training session. I go out there and I was like, every fucking table that orders this, I have to sit here and make this fucking salad. That's the, that's their, they're known for this. <laughs> so you, you order the Papa's salad for three or four. I come out there, by the way, back, they still do this. I was like, y'all, it ain't the 80s. Bow ties right. with the red wraparound thing. Yeah. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but I was like, I am not doing this if I have to make 40 salads a night. You know? Do I get to eat any of the salad? The salad is great, too. <laughs> but one thing, having said about working there, I would eat it, that one at least, but their, their cleanliness standards were fucking insane. But anyways, I, I, now that I'm saying it out loud, I want to make my own Takamai buffalo sauce one day. With butter. Like, bring me melted butter <laughs> and the original so I can show you people what wing sauce is supposed to taste like. Oh, dash of mustard. Anyways, I never want anything there because, like, they change the menus too often. The fucking quesadillas are different now. I was like, God damn it. Like, fucking Taco Max, stick to your shit. But Adelaide loves it, or at least she did that particular day. So I was like, I'm going to try some of these street tacos. What's a good one that people order a lot? And she said, everybody loves the southern fried catfish. Oh. Uh, I was like, yeah. And I asked her, I said, all right, listen, I like fried fish. I like fried catfish. It's it's fish and coleslaw with fucking jalapenos. How bad could it be? So, but what I want to know is, is there a lot of fish, or is this just like mostly batter with some chunks of tilapia <laughs> in the in the middle? I was like, it was dead, and she was she was a cool server. I was, I was about to say, could, sometimes you come off as such a prick. I hope that no, you were. No, the restaurant's dead. She's 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 not busy at all. She's lingering at the table, mm. small talking with me, asking about tattoos. I was like, all right, real talk on these fish tacos. <laughs> is there real catfish? Is it just like lightly battered and fried, or is this like mostly battered with some chunks of white fish in the middle? There's no telling what kind of fish it is. And she goes, Oh no. They're good. Everybody loves them. Like, okay. All right, bring them out. I want to try them. I ate two only because I was hungry and I needed How many two. come with an order? Three. Okay. Three street tacos. I ate two, forced them down. Mm-hmm. It was all fucking batter and probably tilapia. Definitely not catfish. Yeah. It wasn't even the right shape. I was mm-hmm. like, this is, this is disappointing. Well, that's one of the things I learned when I was in that industry. The, then, the most people that say a certain, like Red Snapper. Yeah. Or what's the one? Redfish. He's like, every time, anytime you see redfish on a menu, this is what the sh- head chef mm. at Pop Does was telling me. Anytime you see redfish on the menu, you can go ahead and say 98% of the time that's bullshit. Yeah. It's just Pollock or a large filet of um, the one you just said. Tilapia. Tilapia. Yeah. It's very, and they season it. They over season it. It's a telltale sign. But I was like, why is that such a thing? Because they had it on their menus because it's hard fish and it's expensive. Yeah. And there's not a lot of them, but it, everyone wants it. There's this perception like, oh, redfish. And you could sell it. Put it on the menu as redfish. Because you know how these, come on. I, come on, you know these guys. How many, how many days we got left on that fish? Two? Fuck it. Change the menu. Tell them it's redfish. Let's go. Turn and burn. Turn and burn. <laughs> Shit cost me an arm and a fucking leg. Tell them that the Angus is wagging. <laughs> misspell it, though, so in case someone notices. Don't so, misspell Wagyu. Anyway, two days later, Chris and I have a uh, G-O-O. <laughs> W-A-W-A-Y-G-O. Wagyu. We could just sell that Wagyu beef, but this is our that's our last name. It's, it's just a mishmash of ground chuck and sirloin. 
Wagyu. Wagyu beef, bro. <laughs> it's not what you think it is. <laughs> the fucking, I'll say that though. <clears throat> the Wagyu beef burger at Marlowe's Tavern. Holy fuck, is it good? Anyways, I don't know. I need to try that. It's probably the best restaurant burger I've ever had. Really? It's so fucking good. Mm. I, on your Olympic scale, I'd give it a legit nine one. Wow. It is that so is so good. That is a and there's not there's not a lot to it. Like if you're the kind of cheeseburger eater where you want a bunch of shit on it, does this do anything for you? Uh, the whipped her, cream bikini. No. Her body and face turned me off. I know that that sounds nuts, <laughs> and I know that she's. I know she's hot. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, she's objectively this, hot. This, this woman this is objectively do hot. This for me because. Well, hold on. What? Something about her upper lip. Her changing clothes in the car, way sexier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Than this. Than this. If he was, if he was <laughs> Billy Bob and wanted to go down on her. Yeah. That whipped cream is it's gonna, gonna taste bad. Yeah, it's it's, get, she's definitely had. Like a pretty steady yeast infection because they said that she, this is what she does. Yeah, it's her thing. It's her thing, yeah. and you start putting sugar and fake cream. Yeah, dare, in your dairy, open orifice. Crevices is not good. We would it would be unhealthy for us to put whipped cream on the tip of our dick and hope that it didn't get in the hole. Mm. Probably not as bad. We would pee it right out, ammonia and everything. <laughs> but no, but I do go back to what you're saying. The the burger was so good. It's so the thing about it is, if you're the kind of person who needs a bunch of shit on your burger, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, ketchup, mustard, you may not like it as much. Oh, hold on. Why are you shitting on my people? <laughs> I just don't think burgers need all that. I don't like that on a hot sandwich. I'll run my burger through the garden, son. Even if good I, I, good I, I, meat. When, when you're eating a burger and, like, the fourth thing you're tasting is the meat, you're not eating a burger. The, the meat permeates everything. But when you get a crisp bit of iceberg lettuce, a little bit of red onion, and I'm not saying overdo it. Just put, you know, for, you know, for me, good meat, good cheese. I can't do a, a hamburger. I'm not fucking Sean. It's got to have some cheese on it. I mean, I'm not a fucking animal. <laughs> it was somewhere the other night and I heard a woman. Oh, I was at fucking Steak and Shake yesterday with the girls, and I heard a woman go, I want a hamburger. No cheese. Oh, God. Tomato, lettuce, and mustard. Yeah. I was like, oh, fucking leave. Yeah. Like, I just want to, like, yeah. you're, you're a fucking asshole. Fucking, what is the matter with you? Oh, that's you? Uh, the one I told you about, Sean. Uh, <laughs> another buddy, a, a new listener to the show. I don't know if he's listening, but he said he's listened to a few. Uh, Josh was up in um, New York for the fight this weekend. His wife got him tickets for his birthday. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was right there in the area where Trump came out. I heard he got booed. He got booed and cheered. Uh-huh. Let's be fair. Uh, I'm not, it was, because a lot of the news, they're like, Trump gets mercilessly booed. And then you listen to it, and you're like, I mean, he's getting booed, but mercilessly is incorrect. It's always a mix of, Yeah, you can't, but you know, like the one at the Nationals game though, I don't know if you saw that, that was a different animal. When he showed up to game five of the World Series, it was, and there was multiple videos being taken from multiple spots in the arena. They were booing this man, and in the outfield, they started a lock him up chant that got loud. <laughs> I don't know if it reached to him, but in that section, the lock him up uh, was going hard. But anyways, he was he was standing right there, and I was asked, I was like, give me some updates on the fight, yada, yada, yada. And he said, well, they just called the fight because of a bad cut in the third round, whatever. But I was right there when Trump walked out, and I gave him double birds and screamed, fuck you, and he looked right up at me. <laughs> and I was like, we both won. So I, I told, so I, what do I, I think it's a great story. So yeah. I tell Sean this morning, I was like, Josh is right there. And when Trump came out, Trump looked at him and he shot double birds and screamed, fuck you. And Sean was like, well, that's brave. I wouldn't do that. And I was like, what? Why? You know, they could just pick you out of the crowd. You just disappear, make you disappear. I was like, did you 
think this is how this works? Are we like that's where we're going? That's where we're headed. But yeah. we're not there yet. Of course, I mean, of course that's true. But if he's gonna pick out everyone that's fucking flipping and burrows, like Sean, you're a fucking idiot. Like you just you're afraid of him because you think they're gonna black bag you and you're gonna end up at a CIA black site. Is that what you think? They're gonna take you away. Well, what happened? Has, has anyone seen Sean? No. I heard he flicked off Trump and disappeared. They got oh, they would. They would listen to his life. Yeah, now they've got him on a blank site and they're force feeding him cheese. <laughs> just, just not even craft singles. Kroger. Yeah. The Kroger singles that are terrible. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Just shoving it down his face. Anyways, the Royale with cheese burger is two patties of. This is the one. The yeah, nine point. The nine point one. It's so good. All right, continue. So two, two patties. It's never been disappointing either. Six ounce patties. Uh, I don't know what the ounceage is, but it's two two wagyu beef patties. Uh huh. And uh, if they're doing two slices of cheese, it's thick. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking it might be two per patty because okay. it's cheesy. And uh, toasted sesame seed bun, pickles. Love it. It's so. There good. are some burgers that are like that. I think the it's overblown now, and it's not even special anymore. But, but the H and F burger, you don't need stuff. The H and F burger is just like that mm-hmm. when it was good. Yeah. Back when you had to be there, and they'd ring a bell. And you just, if you got one, you got one. Right. And they made like 10. Yeah. Now you can go to the fucking Braves game and they're churning out 30,000 a night. Right. Still great, but not the same. Especially the first, the first time they did that at Turner Field back in the day, we and me and Lee got there real early. And I was like, let's go to H&F. And there was no line. I had never seen it with no line. Mm. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. We walk up. It's because that the chef at that stand works for H&F. Right. The crew works for Aramark or Delaware North, the big company that runs all the concessions. Sure. But they had that consistent person that's doing the cooking of the meat. Mm. And he was like, what's up, my man? And he was a real nice guy. And I was like, hey, let me just get two um, two burgers. He's like, how do you want them cooked? And they'd never asked me that before because yeah. there's just a line, so they overdo them right. every single time. Sure. And I was like, medium? And I had this look on my face like, my man. And I was like, he he cooked, and all that's all it was. They're great bread from H&F, of course. Yeah. Great beef. Do they toast it? Yeah, just okay. just with butter, and they do that roller thing, you yeah, know, like you yeah, put it yeah, in yeah, and yeah. Pull, comes back out perfect, and then um, just cheese and pickles. Mm. That's it, and that's there are burgers like that that you don't need yeah. to fucking because come on, no one goes to Crystal and says you got any romaine? I got lettuce and tomato. You got any red onion? I kind of want to do that now. I want to go and see. Does Crystal even have that want, shit back there? Vegetables from Crystal. That's my point. That <laughs> burger, you just don't fuck with it. It's yeah. it's, and the same with the H and M. So I understand how good that burger can be, but man, that's I'm gonna have to try it's it. So good. I mean, a nine point one. Never disappointed. Even like when they over toast the bread and it's a little burnt and it's kind of like eh, I wish they hadn't. It's still so good. It's never been a disappointing burger. I I get mad at restaurants that like really emphasize their burger and then it comes out and it's just a fucking soggy mess. There's a restaurant up the road from here, I won't say their name. There's like, oh you gotta try the burger. We got house made ketchup and right away I'm like, that's never as good as the shit from a bottle, but whatever. I know I'm gonna get some shit for this, but the best burger I ever had. Is one you made? Well, no. <laughs> no. Uh I, I'm gonna say it was in France, and it makes sense because no over. No one can verify that. No, oh, no one can run and try you it. You might. You might have to say you're gonna have to do a column. Listen, the best American burger. It, well, here's the funny part. I was gonna say it was in France, and they eat more burgers there per capita than anywhere else in the world. They, they out. They beat us to the burger. It's become a French obsession. Mm. Like they're losing their cultural, some of their food cultural heritage. Like the sandwich over there is that um, I've told you about it. 
It's just called La Parisienne or whatever. It's just ham and butter on a, on a French bread unbelievable loaf. That's it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But that's kind of dying away as the burger has dominated France. There was not a restaurant that we went to, whether it was high-end or otherwise, that did not have a burger or two on the menu. But that was probably the best I ever had, I know. But here, and the funny thing is here in America, the my favorite burger in the city that people think I'm nuts for is at Bistro Nico. And it's called the Burger American. They cook it they're, they're a French bistro mm-hmm. right in the heart of Buckhead. It's one of the Panos and Paul's group. It's, it's an awesome place. Do they have French fries? They call them frites, of course, but yes. But they are French fries. And they're wonderful, double fried. Nothing drives me more insane than when someone raves about a burger and you go there and like, would you like chips or a side salad? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, chips. <laughs> I don't want... fuck out of here. I'm chips are for lunch. That's a lunch time. This it's is an even great bigger, pod. Know, it's, so good. it's an even bigger insult when they're house chips. Like, so you tell me you got oil... <laughs> Potatoes and deep fryers back there, and you're making this shit. Nobody wants this burnt. Yeah, every garbage. every chip has a different layer of burn. Yeah. You got dark brown chips, black chips. Yeah. Nobody wants <laughs> house made chips. No. It's the greatest scam too, because it's just so cheap. Yeah, it's so cheap to buy a sack full of fucking onions, and it also make well, we have our house made chips yeah. sprinkled with blue cheese. I'm like, fuck, no, Nobody I don't wants that. I, just like when you hear comedians say, like, I don't trust people who don't like dogs. Like, I don't trust people who like chips more than french fries. Like, get the fuck out of here, you weirdo. You probably got a kid in your basement. Uh, we don't need, like, I wouldn't fucking surprise me if, if Sean was like, I like chips more than fries. Yeah, 100%. Like, I, was, I was just thinking it. fuck out of here, you fucking psychopath. Like, that would be, the, that would be over the line for me. It's yeah. The strip, it's the titty bar scene. Yeah, yeah, it's the teacher that has some of the most busted fake tits ever. I've seen worse in porn, that's for sure. Well, yeah. How do you rebound from this, though? If you just if you started your act and you look down and there's five seniors from your high school class, you know. They're not the worst. I've seen worse. They're pretty bad, though. They're okay. I mean, they're just so. They're so. They're bolty. Well, yeah. Those things are just on there too. They went a size too big. Yeah. They really stretched her. But her nipples aren't fucked up looking, so there's that. Well, I'll definitely give your, um, your burger a try. It's good. Speaking of ratings, I saw Joker. Oh, yeah. Did you see that yet? Oh, yeah, I saw it. I saw it pretty early on. I was telling Sean, I, his, feel good his rating, good. his no, it's not, but his rating was way too high. He had it an eight eight, and I was like, I came out of the theater, and I was like, it's uh, it's an eight three. It's a very good film. It's not a great, not oh, a great movie. At this point, I don't know why you're even talking to him anymore. I don't know because we have to have this kind of material. <laughs> I would. I like how she sits down with him. I. It was too predictable. And I'm not here to ruin it if you haven't seen it. Yeah. But there was nothing, there was never a time where I was shocked. And I think I had, not to say that I had expected that. Didn't see it coming when he bit Batman's lip, but, you know. That was weird. (laughs) That whole scene was, like, a little too diddles. We didn't need to see the dick. Yeah. I mean, I know it's an R-rated Todd Phillips movie, but we don't need to see Joker Dick. Yeah, we don't need to see the dick. (laughs) It was a little (laughs) off-putting. Even his dick has a little... Cleft. <laughs> <laughs> Even his dick has a little cleft. Listen, baby, for you it's gonna be a hundred because your dick probably got a cleft in it too. Exactly. <laughs> Very good movie, but certainly, and I had the great experience. A lot of times, people don't have this experience, and I'm not. This is not racial or racist. Black people love the Joker. I honestly <laughs> thought I was in a Tyler Perry film. <laughs> I let's. I, I, I want to. I thought about it too. I wanted to talk to you about it because yeah. when I when I pulled up to the theater, I honestly thought there must be a new Tyler Perry 
film because <laughs> everyone in line. Is there listen, Dia booth and the, here's the thing. <laughs> this is Cumberland Boulevard. It's yeah. pretty racially diverse across the board there. Yeah. And it's got, you know, it's a very nice theater. But I was like, it's got to be, I guess that's the racist in me. It was like, is there a Tyler Perry movie that I don't is know about? Is there a new Medea for Halloween? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, is there a Medea Halloween movie? Because Tyler Perry poops those things out like yeah. in a day. Yeah. And makes a gozillion. no writing. No. And makes a gozillion dollars. <laughs> but I, uh, I was one of the first in the theater and uh, sat down, and no one was there. And I was like, oh, man, it looked like it was sold out, but whatever. Nope. They were just getting all their food, and they all came in at once. And that was jarring because I was like, is this a family reunion that all just said, like, let's go see the Joker? I was like, let me see y'all shirts. I know y'all got those those family reunion shirts. I want to see if everyone's shirt matches. <laughs> but I'll be honest, in that movie, I was way more comfortable. Yeah. I didn't think anybody was going to come in and shoot up the one time I go to the theater by myself to see the Joker. Right. But I was like, oh, yeah, there's no crazy people in here. These are all nice black folks that are just here <laughs> to see a film, you know? Yeah. There's not, no, no one's going to pull a gun out. There's no, I was looking, now I look like the that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the fucking, guy. Fucking chubby long hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God I was in the back enough. <laughs> they didn't see me when they came in. But yeah, I definitely I stood out like a sore thumb. And that, all that being, yeah, all that being said, Two two cute black girls come up and they sit right to my left. I was on an end seat, and they immediately start talking. Now it's the previews, it's the trailers. I don't really care much because the trailers these days are pretty terrible. <laughs> but their and their conversation is not like it's like they are good friends who haven't seen each other in a minute that yeah. decided to go to a movie. Yeah. That is not a Starbucks. Yeah. But it was almost as if they were like, let's catch up really fast. Because after that, they were great. They didn't talk during the film. It wasn't that standard stereotypical. Like, Baby doll, you're going to have to pay an extra hundred because your dick was <laughs> <laughs> I'd suck his dick. But they were nice. But her reactions. I'll tell you if later. Her reactions were priceless. They made every scene that was bad. Because like, you know, they sold this movie as violent. It is, but only in like yeah. the shortest bursts. It, it's yeah, a psychological yeah. story. This is not something, if you like <coughs> the Kingsman, this yeah. is not that, okay? Right. Like I honestly think, uh, well, Dark Knight, I don't know. It's not the, as dark. The but. violence in this was like, whoa, like the gun, like. What well, if, again, you don't want to. If there's, a, you know. Whatever, try your best. I don't want to be. Whenever there was a firearm involved. Yeah. And like it went off, I was like, Jesus Christ! Like that didn't sound like a movie gun. That sounded like a fucking like, gun. Yeah, gun. yeah, did. Um, you know what bit of murdery violence there was? It was like, whoa! That looked like like something you'd see on the news, not something you'd see in a cinema. Like it was like that's like some real like, shit. My thing is, I don't think I don't think this bitch guy likes that movie. I think his t- Yolo Bros. This yeah. bitch, they come out of like it's fucking bullshit, bro. It's fucking psychological. I don't watch that shit. It took me like two hours to see something happen, fucking man. Two boobless hours. Two boobless fucking. There was like one cock and a weird thing with a kid. <laughs> fucking weird, man. Oh, fucking tits. <laughs> fucking Batman's not even in it. Fucking midget didn't even do anything cool. <laughs> Shouldn't have said midget, bro. That's when y'all like, yeah. <laughs> this bit. hey bro. Hey bro. It's, it's little. It's dwarf or little person. It's dwarf, bro. <laughs> Oh, dude, I watched the Halloween South Park special. I thought about it. It's not a special, it's just the episode. I thought about you instantly. Two two reasons. Uh, PC principal comes on the screen, and Leah's holding Vivian, and she looks up and says, Daddy, 
<laughs> and she did it more than once. Every time PC principal popped up, she'd be like, Daddy. I'm like, no, I, that is not. You need to get some sunglasses, <laughs> sunglasses like that, and that's your Halloween costume next but year. But when it, he was giving them, it was like a, he had brought the whole school into the gym, and he said, okay, this year we're going to talk about Halloween costumes, okay? And he goes down the list of what they're not allowed to wear mm-hmm. and what's like misogynistic or cultural yeah. appropriation. And then at the end, the part that got me so hard, if I see one goddamn Moana outfit, everybody's getting fucked. He's like, why Moana? He's like, I don't know. Apparently, that's like cultural appropriation too. I guess Moana was in the news because like there's there's like an officially licensed Disney Moana costume, and they pull it for fear of cultural appropriation because it's Polynesian. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. I'm gonna be not woke here. Yeah, like Aubrey has Moana costume because she's got that big ass Moana hair. (laughs) Yeah, it's like it's cute. She she looks like honestly that skin tone might be a little Polynesian. She she looks like a light skinned Moana. Yeah. But the thing I heard in the news that was like, look, way to go, fucking woke people. There was this dad on the radio, and I guess this kind of went viral, who was bitching about this because he's Polynesian, his wife's Polynesian. They got two little girls who were super pumped because they were going to get to wear Moana costumes, the the Polynesian Disney princess that they like because they're Polynesian too. Right. And they're going to dress up like Moana for Halloween. No, you can't because if a white girl does it, you might get offended. And he's like, my daughters don't give two fucks what white girls do. They wanted to be fucking Moana. And now they can't because I guarantee you some white person rushing to my defense, which I don't need, is going to pull it from the fucking shelves. That's the other thing. This is the great, it's the white, it's the white savior. They are trying, yeah. it is, all it is, is they are those types of people that harbor the worst type of white guilt. Yeah. And I need to break that down quickly. I deal with an element of white guilt in my historical studies. Mm-hmm. When you see how much easier my life is right. comparative to someone that hasn't had the advantages that I've had because I'm white and male and American. So I understand that there's times where you feel a little bit of guilt. But I'm not going to like go around trying to fucking champion the world against I mean I'm white yeah <laughs> I can't I'm not gonna apologize for being white I'm gonna I'm gonna say hey I'm on your team there's some shit that white people have done that's right. really bad but listen I'm not gonna go around and tell some Polynesian girl no no you can't have Moana it'd be cultural pro- wait how does that work because <laughs> oh. well if if a white girl ends up wearing it, you'll be offended. Yeah, no. So we're just going to either across the board. It's I decided go. that you'll be offended. Yeah, I've decided <laughs> that I'm going to save you from the cultural appropriation of your people. Yeah, it's like I guarantee you it's, all the people that wanted to get rid of like Chief Nakahoma back in the day were mostly white trying to make sure that the Native Americans didn't get offended. And Native Americans are like, fuck, man, we got a dude that looks like us, like mascot of a baseball team. Right. That's kind of cool. Man, like, we just yeah. dealt with this. The Braves dealt with this in the playoffs. That St. Louis pitcher has got, like, his name is Helsey, so I don't know where the fuck he – I'm sure he's got Native American blood, like he says he does. I'm not here to be that unwoke. I'm not going to call him a liar. But he said it's kind of offensive. And for game five of that playoff series, which consequently we gave up about a million runs in the first inning mm. – uh, they didn't have the chop. It was Nakahama's curse all over again. They they took the chop. Yeah. They they asked fans specifically to do to not do the chop. The end of the case. So now what you get, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. is these right wingers that I have us friends on Facebook that are like sending out petitions. Yeah. Save the chop. Because in their I'm mind, up all listen, the foam tomahawks. And I I get them. <laughs> I get I yeah. on this I yeah. get it. Yeah. There's sometimes where you seriously say what what's the line here? Yeah. Where where are we going? I don't want to sound like Jerry Seinfeld all the time, but where are we going with yeah. this? 
I mean, I, I can't do a show on college campuses, you know? Mm. I wouldn't do I, if I was a stand-up comedian. No, I wouldn't. No. I mean, it's, even if I was trying to build my career, and they were like, "Hey, we'll give you twenty five hundred for ten minutes at fucking University of Georgia, downtown Athens." I'd be nah. I can probably write some material that'll work, but it's not going to be very good. And they're yeah. like, "What do you mean?" Well, I can't. They're gonna if I go up there and say really funny if I shit. Do my retard bit. <laughs> two tards cannot come out. Get, yeah, like if this podcast got popular to the degree, like, will you guys like come to you know X Y Z campus? Like, no. I mean, at no. that point, I would because <laughs> I think that would be fun yeah. to kind of see the well, pot be stirred. A good, good. Story. And we'll send BPH out there. It's kind of like a. Well, you know, we're going to be doing a half hour with BPH on woke subjects for his class. Recorded. Um, he was, you know, he's supposed to do thirty minutes of audio discussing the woke culture, the, the like the top ten woke topics they covered in his course during this semester. And he was like, let's just do it on the pod. And I was like, let's do it on the pod. I'll isolate it. I'll give you an intro and an outro. It'll be part of a larger episode that yep. I'm sure your professor won't want to listen to. <laughs> I said, you know, and we'll keep it, you know, <coughs> keep it PG-13. It's a fucking college campus. So, like, we're not going to say cunt, but we might say pussy. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I mean. But it'll be fun because we're, we're you and I especially, like, he's, he's just so fed up. He's just fucking MAGA hat. You know, well, he's he and he's, he's been he's, that. Right, he was preconditioned. Whereas you and I are a bit more like on the line, off the line, on the line, off the line. Like I get this, I don't get that. I get yeah. this, I don't get that. What if you looked at it this way? All right, but that's fucking stupid. Like right. So it'll be an interesting. Like here's one. This would get this would get me in hot water, off the top. Mm. If you've got a Caitlyn Jenner joke, give it to me. <laughs> if you want to call him Bruce Jenner, have at it. This yeah. dead naming thing. Yeah. Have you seen Michael Che? Yeah. Getting into all this hot water, and then he got into more last Saturday. I don't know what he said last Saturday, but they're mad yeah. about this too. Yeah. And then it, you look at these commenters on Twitter. Uh, they're like, well, you know, <coughs> what's that segment called? The news? Um, weekend update. Weekend update. They're like, oh, it's weekend update, a.k.a. twenty uh, five or ten minutes of bigotry and hatred. And I'm like, you're a fucking moron. Fucking wet blanket society. You are a fucking titty baby if you don't understand because they did the same thing to Ricky Gervais because he said he dead named him. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't give a fuck. That listen, we should make you can transition into a woman and just fucking palm them on someone's forehead. That person and it's only <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner because you know, come on, you're dealing with a hyper rich dude who's in the news because he's Caitlyn or you know used to be right. excuse me used to be Bruce Jenner. There used to be. You should you know, see Gervais's stand up about this. In porn, they have a term for it it's called <clears throat> chicks with dicks. It was saying you know Bruce Jenner definitely had a big cock. That was his thought on it. He was like, you know what? He just had a big cock. Every time he come to the doctor's doctor, hey, big cock, come on in here. How you doing, Bruce? Get on in here, you big lug. And he's like, yo, get this big dick. I'm, yeah, I want it gone. What? Yeah, it's gone. Just take it. <laughs> and he writes this whole joke around it. <coughs> but this dead naming thing. It's dumb. You should be able to tell a joke and be like, that used to be Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, he, I'm, hey, you want to go be a woman? Be a woman. I, whatever. Try not to kill people in cars and such, but, you know. <laughs> We can't forget history, and we happen to know that guy was yeah. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Bruce Jenner. He was the. He Taylor was on Jenner, Wheaties yeah. boxes. This, Jenner wasn't in the Olympics. No, Bruce Jenner. Was. Bruce, and not just in the Olympics. Might be one of the greatest <laughs> yeah. Olympians of all time. As a man, he was a man with a very large penis. I haven't fully crafted it, but I have a good joke where, like, I gotta feel like if you're in the gay community, you've got to be a little bit outraged with the uprise of the trans community. Because you've spent your whole life, maybe as a gay person, well, yeah, we've touched on this before. Advocating for, you know, you were born this way, and then all of a sudden, this transgender community comes along and says, "I was born the wrong way." 
If I was a gay man, I'd be like, motherfucker, you're introducing the idea that you can be born incorrectly, which I've been fucking fighting against for the last 20 goddamn years. So just admit that you don't want a dick and you like to wear dresses, and let's not get this whole identity. I, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 like it's just you're 13% of the population. Of, Go back where of, you came of from. Course, of course we ended up here because this, this is just what I sent you. That, that, you know, What is it, doctor, a boy or a girl? Well, we're not allowed to assume the gender identity anymore. But it definitely has a dick. <laughs> and that's like what a doctor has to say now. Yeah. Well, now it's a boy. But we don't know how he's going to identify. Nature is binary. Humans are binary. You can think you're one thing, but like it doesn't, it doesn't change what, no. what fucking genitalia you have. No. I would love to be a tiger. But it's, you know, it's not in the cards. I, wasn't... I would love to identify as black. People would probably assume I have a bigger dick than I do. Yeah. Yeah. And what about be, that? How would wrong. how would that go? There you go. White man that's always felt like he was black. Eminem. Listen, but no, but like up to the next level. Right. Like I've always felt black. I've lived around black people. I've listened to black music. I've eaten black cultural food. I've learned the lessons of all this. I, mean, I feel you black. Speak in a, so in a can I get inject? Can I yeah. not blackface? Right. <laughs> but can I get some kind of melanin insertions going on? Can I darken the color of my well, skin? That, that that chick did it. She was in the news for a while. Oh yeah, she was. She a, got in trouble. She said she was a. She was the head of the NCAA. Yeah, and then she basically said, like, I've always identified as a black woman, and she got fucking like torched. Yeah, by the same people who be like, oh, you feel like a woman with your giant cock and balls. Well, that's okay. <laughs> And to your point earlier, like, if kids aren't involved, fucking who cares? But, like, you ain't going to fucking police my language no. around it. And, and it's definitely, I don't, it's the only time I feel like me and BPH are on the, uh, some kind of moderately same level. So that'll be an interesting su- subject to get into. I do, and I am curious, like, I would love to, like, interview a gay dude who maybe has advocated for the I was born this way argument for a long time if he got into debates about it. Like, how do you feel about the transgender community introducing the idea that you can be born the wrong way? Right. Because, like, any any wise right-winger who wanted to make a sound argument could have been like, oh, you mean you weren't born the right way? Well, that's interesting you say that, because I happen to feel that way about every gay and lesbian I've ever met. <laughs> oh, well, no, but that's how... <coughs> they were born the right, right way, way for, them, for them. Not for... But I was... Shit, I'm just... I'm, just I'm going to go cut off this giant dick and balls. I'm just going to put my pants back on. <laughs> too much. I'm just going to be a drag queen. Yeah, that's fair. We like those. <laughs> Everybody likes Everyone likes a good drag queen. We've got great jokes. I've never not had a good time <laughs> with a drag queen. I haven't been to a drag show, and I'd like to go to one. We could definitely. I know of one that happens pretty regularly. It could be fun. That's the one I tried to get out to Taylor's wedding, Salem Hellfire, the guy uh, I used to work with. Well, and if you recall, I was going to try and get, um, oh, yeah. I think, Brent Starr to yours. <laughs> yeah. Um, through Josh. I was going to have Josh bring him out. Why don't there. we take a safe sex? I can blow my nose and we can talk about food. Sure. Sounds good. Safe sex. All right. We're, we're back on. Yeah. No, of course this is what we're eating. We're watching Varsity Blues. How do, I should have known that you would all but demand McDonald's. Listen. And then and here's what really pissed me off about it. I should have just said, yeah, I'm giving you the $12. Because we, we lost an opportunity here. Because here's what we're, I was going to do, folks. Yeah. For science, for the show. Right. We the the McRib is back. Mm. You've never tried it. I think it's delicious. It's also disgusting. It's no more disgusting than anything else at a McDonald's. Yeah. So, you know, and then you uh, you sure? Let me take it off. Uh. 
He's the one over here counting pennies. Like, give me the McDouble instead of the double. Because that I'm- is not. This is not a dollar. This is a. This is not a, a dollars and cents question. I was just trying to eat something. Yeah. And if I was gonna be forced to have McDonald's, just give me a fucking double cheeseburger. Because back, you know, back in the day, I'd put away a fucking double cheeseburger or okay, two. So if you if you wanted to order the McRib. And, and when I cost. think about the way I used to eat and my single, which is, doesn't make any sense. You're single. You're supposed to be keeping yourself in some <laughs> shape, you know. It probably mirrors the way I eat now. But here's the thing. It was all, and this is a, this is a sign of, of that we talked about rich and poor. Uh, when you're poor, <laughs> you only have so many options. Right. Right. And you could potentially go out and buy to a grocery store and make healthy food. More expensive, you know. Yeah. So, when these small town, when I was working in Conyers, we had, you know, limited time to eat one and two. It's just not like we're going to have a lunch hour, like I said, to go right. sit down. Right. So our choices were the same five things on a, on a on a rotation. So it, the McDonald's was right next to us. Mm. So we ate a lot of McDonald's. And I, when I think about my order there, it's like you fat piece of shit like that's that's what that's how serious it is like if yeah. I, I'd go over there and get the extra large Big Mac meal or a quarter super pounder quarter, quarter pounder meal supersized yeah. right with the fries that were as big as the fucking drink right and always Coca-Cola yeah you know so there's like two days worth of your sugar that you really shouldn't <laughs> be eating anyway and then on top of that I bet they'd be like you want an apple pie and I was like are they hot and fresh they, they knew they knew they could get me if I was like, are two they fresh? And they're like, two for a dollar. I was like, give me two. <laughs> so in that one meal, that one meal That's is like 2,000 calories. calories. Yeah. 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 And of course, bre- we're not even talking about what I had for breakfast yet. Yeah. Because that was always the steak, egg, and cheese bagel from McDonald's. <laughs> or, and then some, or the other day, it was like, hey, like, Mr. Austin, you're back again. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, our, and our, I loved our healthy choice. Here's our healthy choice. Every time someone's like, I just don't want to eat any more McDonald's, man. Let's do something a little. Let's do something a little lighter. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some chicken tenders from from Popeyes. <laughs> like that's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That. that yeah, it's better. Let's get a. Let's get pizza today from Domino's. <laughs> one of them a veggie pie. <laughs> Extra olives. <laughs> you fucking animal. <laughs> but yeah, it's like the the choices of food we had were so poor. But the one I always knew, and to this day, it still affects me. The immediately to the right of our building, to our, of our automobile shop, was a Captain D's. Oof. And I have, I, in eight years I, I worked at that place, I never ate there. And the reason was when that guy, one, I knew the owner, big fat, kind of just so gross, fat kind of guy. Because mm. he also looked like a diddler. He had like real pale skin, a full head of black hair, and these thick glasses, and he probably weighed like 350. Yeah. <laughs> So it just looked like you said there looked like there's definitely a small boy <laughs> in his in his in his basement who lives off like fried like cracklins, cracklins that he brings home for free. Mm. But he these. would get in there every day like clockwork at nine forty five and he'd walk in and by the time when, when you entered the building you would hear the he's turning on the fryers and he's turning on all the things and the smell that emanated from that building was so off-putting, and it just made me wonder what the fucking hell is going on over there that they're cooking food in there. And that was the only thing I ever ate there. The only And I'll give them, this was double down on my fatness. They had these chocolate cakes there that (laughs) that were, it came prepped. You know, they came in a package. 
and you would, you, yeah, and you would take them and you'd throw them in a the microwave for like five seconds, and you'd have like one of those great molten, delicious cakes, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, from time to time, went and got one of those, but it was like the food we were eating was so bad, and I just kept thinking, this is what this is why poor people die of yeah. heart disease and. And uh, I've never once in my life wanted Captain D's. There used to be like a thing here when I was like a kid. If I came down, yeah, turn the air on. Yeah, it is warm in here. There, there used to be a th- when I would come down here as a kid, like spend the day with my dad at work, or even as a young person, if I was like working over the summer, like cleaning presses or something. Back then, when he had a staff, they'd like write down all the restaurants around here on slips of paper, fold them up, put them in a hat, and pick one. That way, they weren't arguing over what to get that day. Mm-hmm. If it was Captain D's day, I just didn't fucking eat. <laughs> like, you don't want anything? It's like, do they still have cheesesteaks on the <laughs> I'll give me a thing of cheesesteaks and a water. Like, you don't want anything? I'm like, fuck no. Yeah. Like, no, I don't. We talked about anything. fish earlier. Imagine where they're getting their fish. I remember when I, my girlfriend in high school, her mom. Now, was- Long John Silvers. <laughs> Different story. Her mom was a coupon cutter. Oh, and boy. every Sunday after they would go to church, it was just, we're going to Captain D's. We can get family meals for like $3.99. I was like, I'll meet you there. I'm going to, I'm gonna, I'll meet you there. And I'd go through the fucking McDonald's drive-thru, wolf down a cheeseburger and some french fries. And then when I got there, like, you don't have to feed me. I'm good. I'll I'll get something later. Yeah. Like, I don't want this. One of, the, one of the managers. I don't care if it's free. I don't want it. That's fucking gross. One of my managers one time said, let's do something. Let's get Mexican today. And everyone was like, yeah, Taco Bell. <laughs> that was his version of Mexican. Yeah. He went out and bought. They back in the day. I don't know if they still do this. I haven't been to a Taco Bell in a hot minute. But they had like a box of ta- a party pack of tacos. It was like twenty tacos. And he'd go <laughs> get one or two of those things, depending upon the mood he was in. Yeah. And like five or six of us would eat forty tacos. It was just <laughs> absurd. I mean, I I could put away. I for some reason it's not particularly good. But for some reason, if I go to Taco Bell, whatever I order, I'm always throwing in a nacho cheese Dorito taco. <laughs> like, yeah, give me one. Like, just <laughs> you just can't help it. It's like, yeah, I mean, they're like a dollar. I never like, tried yeah, them. I never tried those. I never tried the Cooler Ranch when that when that came out. I didn't. I don't fuck with that because I like the nacho cheese Dorito. Yeah, like, just, we're we're, di- give, we're diametrically opposed on that. Like, one. Just just give me one of those. Like you, you, know, my, you and my mom. Y'all can have your nacho cheese. Get me the Cooler Ranch all day. Yeah. They're rebranding, by the way. Good pop material. <laughs> it's funny you talking about poor and, like, decisions you make. Because I literally just had that thought, not to go down a serious political road, but I did have the thought somewhat recently. I was at the doctor because I was sick last week. That's why we were both sick last week. That's why there was no show. And I, as bad sick as I was back in early October with all that fucking shit. I never really quite got over it with my voice and my throat and then I was healthy for like a week and then all of a sudden I felt like I was dying with the flu shitting my brains out. I was like, I'm going to the doctor. I'm tired of feeling shitty. So they gave me some shit and while we're talking you know, they're doing an update. I haven't done a physical in a while and he's been saying I've been seeing this doctor since I was in my 20s and he's like, every visit he's like, when do you want to talk about doing the sleep study for sleep apnea? Because he kn- he's like, I know you have it, but we have to determine what kind you have and the best. And I was like, I don't want to go do, I don't want to go lay in a lab with shit hooked up to me. I don't want to do that. Like, I'll just die young. Like, let's just let it go. He's like, there's a new company now. You can actually do a home study. They will mail you a kit with instructions on how to hook the sensors up and put the oxygen on and then you just sleep that way for two nights It'll tell me what kind of sleep apnea you have and what the best treatment is for it. He said it will improve your sleep, your health. You'll probably lose weight. He's like, can I please get you to do this? I was like, does insurance cover it? He said, yeah. 
And so they call me and then the, to set it up, and they're like, just so you know, you haven't met your $3,000 deductible, affordable health care, and uh, you're going to have to come out of pocket $250 for this this test. It's like, all right, well, give me some time. And right away, I was like, hey, this is a perfect fucking window into poor people versus rich people. So, and in that moment, I thought, I don't ever want to hear anybody weigh in on what kind of healthcare system we have anymore. If their first thought when a doctor says, you need this test, it's $250, isn't, well, I can't really pay for that right now. Right. <laughs> like, if that's your, if that's not your first thought, I don't need your opinion on the American healthcare system. <laughs> like, I was fucking, I was at Ansley Mall the other day, dropping off some shoes at this shoe repair place, and I heard this girl, I just, like, couldn't help but hear her down this corridor of the mall, and she's on the phone with somebody, she's like, what the fuck, man, they call this fucking affordable healthcare? I'm just ready to go on the fucking I hope I don't get sick plan from now on. I can't fucking take this shit anymore. That was a breakdown. I was like, I just walking past it on the heels of that, like, if you want to do this test to, uh, you know, you know, improve your overall quality of life and sleep better, it's going to cost you $238. That's not even to get the machine. Because, like, that right away told me, like, oh, I haven't met any deductible yet. So that means, like, once we find it out and I need a CPAP machine that's $600, guess who's paying for that, too? It's like... Fucking fuck every bootstrap. Just work hard and pay for your own health. Fuck all that shit. Like, it drives me insane. It drives me insane that Kristen and I monthly spend $1,200 to have the privilege to owe more money. <laughs> I want to call United. Like, you realize if I wasn't giving you motherfuckers $1,200 a month that I could have fucking already done done this shit on my own? Yeah. But instead, I'm paying you $1,200 to carry around a card that says I owe money. <laughs> I can see it, your body language change. so fucking infuriating. And then when, you know, somebody like fill in the blank Democratic president is like, I think we should just raise everybody's taxes a small percentage and just cover health care. And all of a sudden, fucking... Rabble, 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 rabble! Oh, oh, freedom and taxes! And what about the troops? Rock Eagle troops! Shut the fuck up. Like, how about, how about we do what every other civilized, westernized country in the fucking world does and just guarantee it and call it a fucking day? Yeah. Like, who you worried about? Your daddy's friend who makes 75K a year and he's your rich buddy? Like, fucking, you don't know what wealthy looks like. It's like that shit we were talking about earlier. Wealthy is different. There's a big difference for me between the wealthy and the, and the rich. Right. The rich probably worked hard to get there. A lot of them. Yeah. Not all of them, but a lot of them. You know? We talked about the guy whose dad makes 100K, and that's, to them, that's rich. And mm. if that's rich, then that's rich to you, because for a lot of people, that is. Yeah. But— <clears throat> Shit, I'd be living high on the whole— Oh, man. 100K, oh, man. $238 for a sleep test? Yeah, send me two. Send me two. Send me yeah. two. I'll make my wife do one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Y'all don't have any of those butt plugs, do you? <laughs> no. So, so I could go with one of four kinds of CPAP machines? Oh, shit, just send all four. We'll figure yeah, it out. We'll, we'll just send it, it out. out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, kids. but wealthy, I mean, it's like when I went to, uh, to, to, to Biltmore, when I went to Biltmore yeah. and I was looking around and I was saying, can you imagine this a hundred years ago, which is what it was, mm -hmm. it was a hundred years ago. Right. They built this house a hundred years ago in Asheville, North Carolina, a tiny ass podunk mountain town that the <laughs> Vanderbilts went and bought the land so that they could have good, healthy mountain air. Cause you know, back then yeah. that was like a big thing. Yeah, you got to get it up there and go down to that nice, cold Carolina mountain air. It's good for all things. It'll heal your asthma. You, you're, uh, no, what's the rich dude? Gout. Got a nasty case of gout? Go to Asheville, North Carolina. 
Go down there, raise your gay son. How'd you get gout? Well, you eat fatty foods and drink all the finest wines all day. That's how you get gout. You don't move around too much. <laughs> what do the poor people call it? Work. Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah, but it's that, it's just even now, in 2019, it is extravagantly, yeah. disgustingly wealthy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, there's a part of me that understands that, hey, they built something too, and there's, you know, I get it. Sure, they built it on the backs and the blood and tears of hard-working American people, and then they took mm-hmm. advantage of them a lot of the times. <laughs> and and we get stuck with Anderson Cooper. But I'm just saying <laughs> that it's so disgusting. Like, here's my favorite. When they're giving the tours, I already knew this because I knew a good deal. I used to love that. I don't, for some reason, I've always been fascinated by that fucking place. But back then, there's a great new movie coming out called Current Wars, I think. Okay. And it's the fight between Tesla and, and Edison and all these, some of these other characters at that time who were trying to figure out who was going to win. Food? Yep, food. Well, on that note, these two poor fat fuckers are going to eat McDonald's. Yeah, go. Yeah, no, but they, at the time, it was, they didn't know whether it was going to be direct current or alternate current. Mm-hmm. We're going to power these houses with electricity. And then there was two very different schools of thought. And at the time, Vanderbilt uh, didn't know which way it was going to go, right. which was going to be the more successful and predominant. So he just went ahead and just said, put them both in. <laughs> yeah. He wired yeah. that mansion with both alternate and direct current. Mm-hmm. And then they said, we'll just see what happens. We'll figure it out. So yeah. Send me two sleep tests. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, we'll, we'll wrap it here. I, I had a, when Banks was here. Yeah, like you said, meanwhile, two fat people are going to go eat their McDonald's that just came to the door. <laughs> There, not too long ago, when Banks was here, he was talking about the minimum wage and how outraged he was that the idea that oh, McDonald's God. workers would get paid the same as ambulance drivers. And I said, no, dude, federal minimum wage go up, goes up typically means, historically speaking, if you just look at the statistics, mm. that all wages go up. So yeah. if you raise the McDonald's employees' pay, eventually the ambulance driver's making more money, too. That is every uh, right-winger's... They love these yeah. gifts. Well, and then the That's... thing that the thing that he laughed at, I was like, "Do you think?" Now we show like a soldier cowering after a gunfight, yeah, right. And then there's always like it's always like the you know a goofy shot of a McDonald's employee getting your order wrong, <laughs> and it's like should they should be paid the it's same? The same thing. You know, like, but he got he got all like, he laughed at me. I was like, "Do you think the Walton family works?" He's like, <laughs> "They work really hard." He's like, "Get the fuck out of here, dude!" Like. Re- like, like, like maybe, maybe I was like, dude, maybe you should be. The Walton children have never worked. No, they've never, never worked. worked. They don't know what work feels like. Right. I guarantee you, if you shook hands with any of them, it would just be the clammiest <laughs> dead fish handshake you've ever had. It's in your one life. of those is like where the, they just kind of they don't oh, even yeah, know what to do. Shake hands like Mickey Rourke and the wrestler. Like I don't know what you're a person. I would be, do I touch you? And he, he laughed at the notion that the, the Walmart employee should be paid better because that fucking family, they don't fucking work. They just live high on the hog. And they take a lot of their own. I mean, they don't, they don't give back. But let's, let Anyways, me do this. Let's stop this let's, while these burgers are warm. Let's go eat this outrageous yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so that was good eating. Fuck you. There's no other cheeseburger from Uber that was going to be nearly that Look, warm. I'll give it credit. It was here extremely fast with a sealed bag, a nice individual... It, it, you know, it was warm, mm. fresh as it a McDonald's anything can be. 
Right. But it's still just McDonald's, man. We just ate McDonald's. We're white trash. This is like Mac and Charlie, white trash. <laughs> I've been loving this season. And it's so funny. People just can't. It's either love or hate. And yeah. they, and the ones that hate bitch so loud. And you're just like, dude, you don't have to watch the show. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you're, you're in this 100K member group, and you just feel like you want to spout off amongst people that love this show like you do. But that's just like, it's not that bad. Did you see last week's? Yeah. The, the noir? Yeah. It wasn't great. No. It wasn't but, great. But just to hear, what's his name? Um, Rickety Cricket say something. What was it? For a stack of nickels. <laughs> so you could do something to me for a, a nice roll of nickels. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Fucking Rickety Cricket for the win. Always. Well, the thing about the, that I loved about that episode was that they just decided to do it. Yeah. Like, they're like, let's make a black and white film noir about Charlie as a janitor detective. Like, and even the plot line... Crime scene. Even the plot line of the episode, a cherry scam being run by the waitress, is like, <laughs> it, it's not that good, fun. but I just love that they were like, fuck it, let's do a noir episode. What did he say? The crime scene, the toilet, the toilet in the back. The murderer, a butt. How <laughs> butt. butt was it? I don't know. I'm off. He like, he's like, I don't know. Who cares? And he starts pouring glue into a <laughs> into a brown paper bag. Well, on that note, McDonald's fresh in, ha- uh, in the belly, looking at Fat Billy Bob on the screen, who's definitely had some McDonald's in his day. I think he's dead. I think Billy Bob died. Let's look. And I, I know that in the future, Burke's not in, in four or five months' work. time, we'll have. Well, we won't have to do this type of leg work. What's that movie? Well, Varsity, Varsity Blues. Blues. Sorry, the. McDonald's is slowing my brain. That's a look. They sell a jersey. Oh shit! Oh, you know they sell a jersey. Ron Lester, dead at forty-five. Dead at forty-five. But just, I'm not gonna look him up. Look up naked. What do you? He lost weight for a little while, I think. Yeah. 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 He got skinny. I wonder how he died. He lost three hundred and forty-nine pounds. Probably heart disease. Like, that don't even look like the same dude. Wow, though. He kind of sucks that he died. If you get to look at him. Oh, look at his skin. Oh, boy. You want to go down this rabbit hole? Uh, no, I, I, don't, I don't know. With the McDonald's and the Google images, who knows what we're about to see here. That's, uh, well, now i got to know how cause of death. And then we'll, and then we'll wrap it. <laughs> it's got to be heart-related. Kidney oh, failure. Kidney failure. Uh... Liver and kidney failure. Huh. So maybe he was a drinker? If both go out together like that at 45, isn't that alcohol? Especially if you've lost all that weight and you're no longer putting strain on your liver and kidneys? Uh, All I know is I'm going back on the clean clean train, my friend. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know if I'm going to put a timeline on it, but I'm I'm donezo with it for a while. McDonald's or drinking? Drinking. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because I, I do the thing, I did the thing where I don't drink on the weeks, and that's great. Yeah. Until like the weekend comes, and you're like, and now, <laughs> let's catch up with every day we missed. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, man, like, and I just, I think it was yesterday. I was like, I feel so fucking bad. And the only way, then the cycle, the it, you mortgage today for tomorrow. You're like, well, if I just have a beer, mm-hmm. I'll feel better. And it's never just. Right. One beer. You know, you don't medicate with it and say, like, oh, that's better. I'm good now. Yeah. You're like, well, let's have another one. <laughs> and I'll have a double. I was just watching Letter Kennedy today, and they're like, 
let's just have eight beers. And she's like, why eight? He's like, well, if you and your buddy get together, just have a couple of beers. Everybody knows, hey, we got shit to do. We're just having a couple of beers. But if you're going to have six, uh, you're pretty near just getting fucked up. And if you're going to get fucked up with your buddy, you may as well have eight. Yeah. So let's just get together and have eight beers. <laughs> Did you see that? I, I follow Letter Kenny. You see that they're releasing um, Christmas sweaters? Mm-mm. And there's one that has some fists, and yeah. it just says, patter, patter, let's get at her. Pitter, patter. Pitter, patter, let's, patter, get, patter, let's yeah, yeah. get at her. I'm not surprised. I, I've i looked at Letterkenny merchandise online before. they got hockey jerseys, uh, Letterkenny Irish, all kinds of shit. I love that show. I know you do. On this most recent episode, McMurray barges into a, a cable access show that the group does to announce he, proudly that he has been measuring his penis the wrong way for years. It's not 4.15 inches. It's 5.15 inches. That's that's 25%. That's 20% right there. I was listening to the Howard Stern. I found out I've been measuring my penis the wrong way. How do you do it? Up until today, I've always gotten it good and hard. Then I put the end of the ruler up against my pubic bone and lay it on top of my erect penis. 4.15 inches. But according to the fellow on Howard Stern, you're supposed to measure from the balls to the Giving me an extra inch at five point one five inches. I was so happy about it. I like making your, me your, officially. Your impression average. is very good of him. Making me officially average. Oh boy. <laughs> well, it's been great. Varsity Blues, McDonald's. We're gonna wrap this one up. McMurray's penis. McMurray's penis and the new measuring system. Because I mean, hell, I well, I have to know. I prefer the Corolla measuring system. I don't know that one either. Center of the anus to just past the tip. <laughs> Center of the anus. <laughs> that's, that's absurd. Oh, I love Whenever it. Whenever the dick measuring comes it's up, like a, it shows like a, are you measuring the right way? What's the right way? Center of the anus. <laughs> just past the tip. Oh god. Oh, that means that means fucking. Uh, uh, We're all hung. That means that means fucking Owen Gray's like uh, got a horse cock. Oh, that guy freaks me out, man. I can't do one of his scenes. They talked about Burt Kreischer talked about him extensively on the podcast recently. They they've touched on a lot of things. Where I'm like, are they listening to our show? Maybe because they they were really getting into it. Him and Tom Segura. Anyways, WFUCK ninety seven five. Going up next, we got traffic and weather. We got sports with Skip Madaver. Skip Madaver. Maybe we should actually get him on the phone for the next. Yeah, show. yeah, maybe. Stay, uh, stay tuned in the coming weeks. We're going to have Producer Berg live in studio. Uh, it's a couple months. Couple, well, whatever. But maybe he'll come up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Hollow. <laughs>